exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. It is Saturday. We're all fucked up. We don't even know where we are. <laughs> like, I what know where is I going am. on? I'm locked in my uh, fucking house is where I am. That, that's for sure. That's our buddy Dave there locked in his house. MTI locked in his house. Be locked on my farm. We have internet this time. I don't fucking believe it. I somehow managed to piece together this. So... Uh, yeah, be be happy that we managed to make it work because I, I had I had a feeling it wasn't going to happen. But what I do know is we have a really fucking cool show, um, and it's it's uh, a lot of players that you may have seen on the show before, a few others that maybe not. Um, we are, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's we're drawn, you know, brought together on this through uh, the passing of one of our cannabis, uh, you know, advocates out there, which. Charlotte Figgy, who a lot of people know, just uh, passed away recently. Uh, and, you know, we wanted to make sure that her, her legacy is sort of, you know, uh, told, I guess, from, the, from a grower's point of view, because Charlotte's Web, which is a strain that was named after her, has caused huge waves all over the world as far as, you know, people, uh, some states even adopting a Charlotte's Web only, uh, you know, policy. And... She really brought out CBD to the world and through Sanjay Gupta and kind of the, the mainstream media, ex I think she kind of made it acceptable for a lot of people. And uh, so, yeah, we want to talk. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to break down the, the genetics behind it, the Charlotte's Web, which is shrouded in secrecy slash, uh, you know, people kind of throwing red herrings out there all the time and there's a bunch of different groups of people that are responsible, I'd say, because what, I think what we're going to conclude by the end of this show is that it's not a one. It, 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 there's more than one player involved in this thing. And that's and that's, uh, you know, and in, in the long run, fuck it, we're here to help kids and help patients and help anybody that needs help. And knowing that cannabis and whether it's CBD or THC or any of the above help so many people, this is, uh, you know, it's an honor to be able to to you know, give credit where credit's due. Yeah, I mean, um, so, Charlotte's uh, existence yeah. led to mm -hmm. an overall acceptance of uh, an entire group of people who easily passed off any discussion of cannabis as, oh, you stoners just want your, your, your recreational smoke. You just want to get high. You want to smoke your joints. And this was a way to change Which, the dialogue. I mean, yes. Which is true. We, which is it true. It is true. But <laughs> we do want to just But it it put a face to a discussion about the endocannabinoid receptor system, about how this plant has medicinal healing properties beyond the 
psychoactive, euphoric sensation we all come to know and love. Um, and that, if it does it for you, is such a blessing. And for a whole bunch of children that were living with daily seizures to have that gone from their lives so that they just have the ability to develop as normal children is so amazing. And, uh, you know, Sanjay Gupta, a round of applause for him championing the cause, but really Charlotte suffered so much before we ever met her. And Mm -hmm. just the time that we did get to interact with her and see her develop and grow was enough to change the planet's view on the cannabis plant. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And, and I mean, the crazy part about it too, is that, you know, like uh, cannabis became sort of accepted in 95 in California because people with AIDS, uh, with Dennis Perone's guidance, sort of you know wrote up the the bills that that got people to sort of realize like okay this is a, this is a truly a medical thing, but when you see a kid suffering, it's even more like heartstrings pulled and the reality check of like if you have your if your kid's sick, you're going to do anything for your kid. Doesn't matter if it's legal, illegal, experimental or not experiment, you know whatever it is, you're going to do it. And that's I think become pretty clear and kind of guided this whole thing over the last few years um but as far as guests let me just go through the guests that we have we're gonna have um we're gonna have soma on the show because soma's <laughs> genetics soma's genetics uh and he doesn't even know this like he didn't have any clue that any of his genetics were involved in the charlotte's web but they are and so we're gonna bring him on the show i think right out of the gate pretty much um we're also gonna have two who's been on the show many times and many people know him as the guy who brought the R4 from Ohio to uh, Colorado. But what we're going to have is uh, Wu on the show and Wu also from Ohio is the guy who actually gave the, that cut to, to, to bring out here. So, and, and that's also, so the funny thing is, is that's a reclining Buddha hybrid, which is another one of Soma strains. Um, you know, so combination of, and then we're also going to have Eric Miner come on the show later and he's, uh, been working with uh, the crew out in California that basically uh, were working with Ringo, and Ringo also contributed to the Charlotte's Web story, and that was once again a canatonic strain, which is another soma strain. So it is it is pretty interesting to see how these things pan out, and part of it, I believe, is the fact that like Soma's a grower who's a Rastafari, and he works with feelings you know what i mean he's not looking at lab results and, and, and analyzing and saying oh we're looking to pinpoint this cbd plant not at all he just was growing plants and he's like hey i like this one and it's because he's you know the thing about good cbd plants is you want them to be like a one-to-one ratio anyway to get the most medical effect out of it there's some strains that work better in other uh, percentages but for the most part like a one-to-one is the most medicinal uh you know ratio that you can work with and just uh magically some of those strains like the canatonic is literally a one-to-one um we may have other guests on there's a few that wanted to come on the show oh, yeah we're gonna have jessica larue is gonna come on the show a little bit later because she's got some things she's got a few things to say as you probably imagine right <laughs> <laughs> one or two things <laughs> one or two things awesome and uh yeah so let's 
get the show started, right? Yeah. And um, what time is it in Amsterdam right now? It's got to be like two in the morning, right? Something it's like about twelve thirty. It's twelve thirty. It's not too mm-hmm. bad. We didn't. We didn't. That's why I wanted to have him on early. But um, just to, before we bring Soma on, since we're you know only get to meet once a week every time. How's everybody doing in lockdown? Just just a quick update. You've been doing your. Have you been doing uh, following Doctor Mark's uh, recommendations? What uh, I'm just trying to stay balanced. I'm not watching a lot of news. I did uh, forty push-ups today. Rode the bike for twenty minutes. Nice, dude. Um, you know, I did put this shirt on today, which I haven't <laughs> worn until like I, I want to say I got this uh, like four months ago at a show we did, and I'm, I'm not I'm not too embarrassed to admit that it's a little tight. So I probably have to cut down on the uh, you know the chocodiles or something like that, or hit the bike a little more. But the funny know, part is, is that now I'm. Uh, I'm having this visual of you riding a bike for <laughs> 40 minutes and doing push-ups. That is two things I can't even I can't even make it work. It's so on Dave, like, right? That's funny shit. Well, so on It is so on Dave. Um, got to do it, man. Listen, the kids are good. Heather's good. We've managed to stay inside. Had a had a little bit of a confrontation today with some yahoos who decided they were going to park right out in front of our house and have a fucking picnic during a lockdown and then launch a drone. The guy launched a drone. I mean, I can understand you have to ride your bike. You have to go for a hike, but tell me how launching a drone in your front yard, essentially. Yeah. yeah. In my yard. Yeah. And, and then when I came, when I went out and I'm saying, did you just really guys just launch a drone after having a picnic? And they're like, no, I'm like, I saw you. My wife recorded it. <laughs> and then they drove away. <laughs> so that was my exciting thing for the week. How about you, Mark? Uh, no, I I have the next week off because my week my job finally gave me a week off for this whole thing. So was it a week? Was it a week off, or was it just a nice way of saying "fuck off," Mark? No, say <laughs> keep that week. You know that week we said just let it keep going, dude. There's no there's no point. No point coming back. That's funny. No, it's a no. They want they want to. They 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 they've been doing stuff like cutting people's like uh our shifts so we aren't so like fifty percent of the warehouses there all the offices working from home, blah 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 and then but they it, they like made me take a PTO vacation which is kind of fucked up but <laughs> you know whatever it's fine yeah, yeah. I'd rather be home I don't know man I thought I thought it was weird being out there anyways like that you know what I mean and I feel better that I'm gonna be around. Dude, I'm going to post the photo of the I drove just down the road to the two trailheads. Every single space is packed. Yeah. There are people waiting to go in. We got passed by 30 bicycle riders. There was a fucking school bus where they literally took people to go fucking ride in our area. And then wow. pick them up to leave. I'm, I just, you know, and we have to sit in our house with our windows rolled up. Tell me how this is uh, society. This is community. This is not not uh, not okay. Yeah, I'll get to go out tonight after the sun goes down, though. This That'll is true. Fun. This is true. Well, I'm glad to hear we're all safe. <laughs> I was oh. at, I, I was in I was in your neck of the woods. I had to go to Boulder to pick up a car the other day and. Uh, which kind of weird going through Boulder is like the, the, cause it's normally, you know, bustling with people and kids and youth and nothing, zero it was fucking dead. I was like, wow, crazy no, days. 
Yeah, there's nobody out. I mean, well, there are people out in my neighborhood, but not mm-hmm. in Boulder. So uh, they're all in Dave's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They're all up in Dave. Dave's in, in his front yard. Yeah, launching drones. Right, launching drones, a motherfucker. Oh well. Yep. All right. Should we give Soma a call? Yeah. Sure. Quick shout out to Rarefino and Mrs. Rarefino for the uh, for the Chem Four that I'm smoking right Ooh, now. Which that is... sounds awesome. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I would translate. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I'm sorry. Ignore me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. That's that's that looks great, Adam. Wow, that looks great. I am it's just so... giving shout outs where they're due, you know. <laughs> I love those guys. I love those guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always reposting yeah, the show best. and stuff and great 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 people. They're, they're the best. Besides Mike Denver, they're one of our top fans, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. They, um, did the parking lot rosin. That was very that was fucking fantastic. Uh, Nothing better than parking lot rosin. It says he's unavailable. So no What? Somewhere. What? He's on the Sorry, wrong me... side of the earth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send him a message right now. I'm going to send him a message. Uh, but you know what we can do is not, uh, you can always pull two into the conversation because you know that just goes like once once that starts, oh, I can boy. sit back and just do dabs and I don't have to, have to do nothing. Yep. No, that's, why I called him, that's why I called him when, the, when we were doing the conspiracy theories. I was like, ah, I'm sure two will be good for this. That was a We need to put sir. two and Bob on the phone together. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. Yep. They love that. We'll start us. How was your week, Adam? Living on, uh, what is it, a thousand acres in the Everglades, right? Somewhere in mm-hmm. New York? New Fun. York Everglades. You know you know where I'm at, right? <laughs> no. It's been good. Florida it's been Everglades, good. right? My my uh, my kid is learning to drive at seven, so that's that's a good... That's one, one thing that's coming out of this whole thing is by... And I, it's pretty funny because he drove around on the on the uh, on the Polaris, you know, and he's got it so dialed down now. But it's, of course, you know how addictive driving is when you're seven, when you're young like that. You're like, oh, let me drive, let me drive, let me drive. So that's all I've been doing is cruising around the property with my kid the whole time, which has been fun. Excellent. You want to engage in a lot of activities that one could get hurt during a time when you can't go seek any medical attention or go to the hospital or oh, anything like that. You sound like my mom. You sound like my mom. She's like, you're a terrible yeah. parent. You're you're a very irresponsible parent. I was like, well, yes. I, I wouldn't have said that. I just said, you know, what 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 happens when uh, when you roll that thing or something like that, you know? Man, I can, saw. Can you do that? I saw a bad <laughs> motorcycle accident, uh, and I was like, fuck. I felt bad for that dude because I was like, fuck. I would not want to go into a hospital right now, man. Like for mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> fuck. I don't want a first responder to have to waste his time or her time on me. Yeah. You right. know. It's crazy. Fuck. It's crazy. Yeah, man. What Soma's not available because he is giving a lecture on flat Earth society right mm. now. Yep. That's probably it. Yeah, it has to be it. You want me to try yeah. and call him again? Sure. Yeah, just try him again. Okay. Hit him up, but I didn't hear it back yet. But yeah, try him one more time. Okay. You know, too, just listening, chomping at the bit, going, I just fucking call me done. You know? Of course he is. And, I, and he is. I had my high tech well, my high-tech cards going here, too. I was going to use tonight for everything, you know? I spent a lot of money on this one. How about that one? 
Is that a Did good you know? one? Yep. Right. Yep, yep, so yep. Still not, so, Dave, you're still not smoking joints, I, I assume. Um, I have not smoked flour since this whole thing started. I've been smoking a lot of 14 or rosin. He's on? Oh, hello, hello. Hey. Hey, how you doing, Soma? <laughs> Lucky I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, that's we good. At least you got it. Was too late. No, I knew. I, I mean, we gave you. Uh, it's good that we didn't manage to get the show done yesterday. So now you had a whole day to realize you were going to be on. So I, I was hoping you were going to rest a little bit before this. How's uh, Amsterdam life treating you? Well, I love Amsterdam. Ever since I first met you in 1994, I love this place. How is it dealing with the uh, with the whole bullshit right now, though? It must be a little bit different vibe, I'd assume. Well, it's a different vibe than I ever felt any time in my life, anywhere. Right. I mean, I read about stuff like this, but I never lived in it. Mm-hmm. And I never have seen more social distancing in my entire life. Yeah, and isn't it crazy? Because it's like the exact opposite of what humans need to be, you know, happy and prosperous is you need social, we need to be social. And like, even with your friends, you can't, you can't hug your friend and you can't, you know, I mean, it's really weird. It's like, it's uh, such a weird vibe. Uh, I can't wait for it to be over that, that part at least, you know? Yes, because humans have always, like when, when one human meets another human who's a total stranger who you've never met before and you know nothing about to like give them that like, like get your cooties away from me vibe is so awful. Mm -hmm. It's so awful because there's no chance to, to really meet anybody new right now. Like, mm -hmm. there's no way to really communicate to anybody new except from a distance or except, like, the way we're doing it right now with, 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 with machines that work on electricity and we don't really mm -hmm. connect. But, like, we, we are connecting through communication, but we're not connecting through auras and hugs and eye, eye contact and, and like eye contact with FaceTime. Yeah. But I mean, it's not the same as looking in somebody's eyes, being close enough to look in somebody's eyes and know who you're talking to. Yeah. At six feet, you can't really catch those little details. You know what I mean? And also it's like, uh, like just going shopping now and seeing how the vibe is like when you're like going to get food and they've got one person at a time coming in and it's just like, it, it's such we a, are, it we are electromagnetic beings and we're walking around in the grocery stores. Like we're all on North pole to North pole, South pole to South pole, like repelling each other, like through the aisles. And that's bullshit, yeah. man. Yeah. That's no, no, you have to be get healthy. That doesn't make you get healthy. That doesn't make the entire world heal. That makes the entire world alien to each other. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's so not like counterintuitive. Also, you know what I mean. Like you're you're 
you can't really joke with anybody anymore. The jokes, everything goes back to the same conversations. It's, it's a, it's a weird oh, thing. Like but... fear mode, fear mode, fear mode, fear mode. Not laugh mode, not humor mode, not like mm-hmm. comfort mode, not soothing mode, not like friendly mode. It's just fear mode, fear mode, fear mode. Get afraid, be afraid of death, be afraid of dying, be afraid of dying, be afraid. Hey, man, we're all going to die anyway one of these days, especially when you get older like me, you get closer to it. And death isn't something to fear. It's something to, like, celebrate, actually. Well, I hope the last thing that I lose is my sense of humor before I go. I mean, I really, I want to, I want right right before they walk in and go, you know what, you're, we got just a few minutes left. I want to be able to laugh, okay? Me too. We have to have a sense of humor. Laughing is so much fun. I love laughing. Yeah, I, I think we should continue it. Always laugh. Yeah, and, and so... Go ahead. Yeah, so, go. I know. I was going to say, so we, we one of the reasons we had... So the main main reason we had you on the show is because of... Uh, we had, we're, Charlotte Figgy, who was the the, the person, but the, the girl behind the, the Charlotte's Web. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because somehow your genetics keep popping up, you know what I mean? And in these real medicinal, truly medicinal, truly, you know, healing kind of ways, which is, te- you know, sort of testament to maybe the way you grow and the, the energy that you put out, right? Because I don't think you even realized that that was part of your genetics. Right. No, because I have no, I have no ego trip with it at all. What, what I do with the cannabis is I find something that I feel is like tremendously healing for me and for my close friends. And then if I can find anything like that, I duplicate it, make seeds from it and spread those seeds around. Even if I have to like give them away for free. Yeah. And I, and I mean, it's funny too, because like in Jamaica, uh, where everybody who was using cannabis was mostly using it medicinally in the sense of a lot of people were just making teas. They weren't even smoking it or, or anything. Um, but there, a lot of strains came out of Jamaica that were similar in their profile where there would be like a high CBD, low THC or medium quality THC, but the effects were very uh, profound in a sense of like, you know, not maybe couch locking you, but but really noticing the pressure release from maybe if you have, you know, glaucoma or some sort of underlying condition that you, you notice those little minute changes. So I have a, I have a feeling that your, your selection is very similar to their selection, which is just by like, it works, you know? Well, a lot of cannabis is terpenes and mm-hmm. a lot of the healing effect of cannabis is terpenes. And for me, with all of my strains, I was looking, I was always looking for taste, for terpene taste, like that would like make my taste, but like feel like I just ate some food that I love so much and I want to eat it again. Right. Yeah. And, and, so, I, and I think, you know, notoriously the, the most terpy plants a lot of times are the most bitchy ones to grow too. Right? That's what I've always noticed. I've always noticed that the yes, one that's, yes. The, the easy, more turkey, the, the worse the yield. Yeah. The worse the yield is, yeah. and the harder the plant is to do certain things. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I think uh, a lot of stuff got bred out unintentionally just because people were so hyper-focused on yield, structure, uniformity, things like that, which is, you know, it's also great when it happens, but I very rarely have a plant that yields really high and has a lot of terps because it seems like the ones that... Same with me. All these these 53 years, it's been the same with me that like high yielders aren't always the most terpy. And even ones with the most crystals sometimes don't yeah. have the best terps yeah and it doesn't really it's, it's just it's i think you give up one for the other like even in my original bubblegum selection I, I judged everything by size right so the number one was the smallest and number seven was the biggest the number seven had like hardly any terps but it was huge and then the number one which was the smallest was all terps but yield is so bad and it just that covered that whole spectrum you know what i mean and i feel like that's kind of you know the the, the, just the way it is for the most part. Remember that strain, Big Bug? Oh, yeah. It's well, called Big I Nothing. Used, in, the, <laughs> in the early days, I used that. I used that because I, I wanted to have a better yield. So I'd mix that with some good terpy ones. And sometimes I'd get one that would come out of it that had the terps and the yield. But most mm-hmm. of the time, I would come out with ones that had the yield and no terps. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, here, the, so the strain that, that inevitably got worked into the, what's called the R4 over here, which we're going to bring in the, the guy who, who did the selection in a minute, but I wanted, and I, and I think it'll be interesting for him to talk to you because he used a reclining Buddha. I'm not sure which, which position it was in, whether it was the male or female. We'll find that out in a minute when we talk to him, but he used a, rec- a reclining Buddha and uh, a plant that they call the cream out there uh, in Ohio and uh, created this mu- kind of mutated looking plant. It was variegated and weird and it wasn't necessarily the pretty, again, same situation, not the prettiest plant at all, but had that unique profile that uh, with the, the right, and it worked so well for patients uh, with, with, you know, depending on the situation, but with certain patients, it worked amazingly well. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's, uh, it it was, a just a weird, weird coincidence that, 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 and then as we'll, we'll continue with the story, because I also want to talk to you about the canatonic, um, which is another strain, which, you know, CBD strain, which actually changed, I'd say changed the game for, for the most part, because it made it possible for, lots of other growers and breeders to develop all these other lines that came out of it. Sorry. Yeah. The joint. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you want to, do you want to give Wu a call and let's start the conversation with him? And then we'll also bring two in after that. Two's on the chat forum too. He said it was the, the reclining was the male. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. We answered that question right out of the gate. All right. So we're giving Wu a call nice. first, huh? Yeah. Okay. Here we and go. And then we'll bring two in pretty much pretty much right after that because I'm sure that conversation is going to need to. It's going off the rails then. Okay. We're calling Wu right now. Sweet. You still have that reclining Buddha strain or seeds of it? The original well, one? Well, actually, what I have now. I lost the reclining Buddha, but I do have my Buddhist sister, which is half reclining Buddha and half Afghani Hawaiian. 
Do we make that connection yet or no? It's ringing? No, sorry. It... Huh. It's putting the uh, the Amsterdam area code in front of everything for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, you know why this no, is happening? Because Adam <laughs> insulted Bill Gates the other day on Instagram. Right. And everything has been going <laughs> bullshit for us. I can't believe you did that. Um, yeah, uh, and, I'm run, and I'm running on a PC right now too. It's crazy. So there you go. He's probably yeah, really. What the hell are you doing that for? You need to apologize and take that post down, <laughs> so we can get back to actually having a good connection. Never. No, no answer. Okay, then give two a call. Hold on. I found a way around it. A workaround. I found we're a workaround. Amsterdam, and then we're going to go through because I'm a good um, boy. Kenya, and then back over to London, and then to Wu. <laughs> oh, oops. Okay. On flat Earth. Yeah, oh, so go around well, come on! I wasn't going to go there. Don't let's not just easy does it. Easy does it. Let's talk about how some of the first really, really good cannabis I smoked in Eugene. You grew back in Sent you the link. I didn't know you wanted the link to the Skype. I thought you wanted the link to the YouTube. So, oh, I did. I wanted to because other people wanted, so I went ahead and shared the link. You know, okay. it's easier than. Well, I sent you the the link, and if you click that link, if you're on a phone, it'll just pop you into this conversation. If that's what you want to do, or if you're on a laptop. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, too, we, mean, were, we were chatting a little bit. We tried to call oh, Wu, but it didn't. It didn't go. It, it didn't go through. So maybe on the side while we're talking here, you could uh, reach out to him and see if we can get him in on the conversation. I just texted and said, "Yeah, we're trying to get a hold of him." Okay, good. Um, so uh, I was talking with Soma, mentioning about the reclining Buddha. Obviously, you've heard that because you gave us the answer. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. But Beck, so what was about? I know that side of it very well, but what's up with the cream? Tell us a little bit about that, and maybe when Wu jumps on, he can. Uh, he would know better than I. When I was on, I was on the assumption it was Super Silver Haze Jack Herrera, 
but it grows real dense and smells. You smoked it. It's like uh, what did uh, Mitch call it? The wolf taint. Oh, that's the end of the wolf taint. That was a good name for that one, actually. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's. But uh, it's just always been like a, a Cleveland strain, you know, an Ohio strain. Really good. Uh, fucks you up, but uh, I'm not. I mean, Wu would know better because I, you know, that was something that those guys did, you know. But it's that pretty was, apparent that, that the that the CBD side of it all came more from the probably from the reclining Buddha male, I would assume. Because did yeah, you originally ever I, hear? Yeah. No, I got it all tested. The cream has no CBD in it, so. Right. Yeah, Which is no, that was uh, all the reclining Buddha right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, my I Buddhist we'll... Go ahead, Soma. Sorry. My Buddhist sister that I have right now which is half reclining Buddha, is very high CBD. Yeah, yeah. like you should be able to pull like uh, everywhere from like one-to-ones to 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 two-to-ones and then all the way on the far end of the CBD and then all the way on the far end of the THC, depending on the the logistics of the cross there, you know? Yeah, it's true. But, But like I'm sure that the CBD... The high CBD that the Buddha's sister has comes from the reclining Buddha. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, man, you know, you you are pretty much, uh, I mean, you had a huge hand in this. I mean, everybody wants to throw Ringo out there, and he did great work and everything, you know, and I, I'd never want to. But, like, yeah, basically, you know, something that we got from That's just great. That's just great. Yeah, thanks. Like, all this time, all this time I didn't know about this. I'm just like throwing the genetics out there as soon as I think something's really good. But like, you never know exactly what's going to happen once those genetics go to a new hand. Right. Yeah. For sure. And a new heart and a new soul and a new, you know, genius that's like working with the stuff that like finds something that I might have missed. So Um, the seeds that you have, some of the seeds that you have now, are they regular or are they feminized? They're they're almost, all, they're almost all feminized now because that's what everybody asked me for. Right, but they're, because, really, but, they're uh, really really good feminized seeds. Like like they they really are what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great way to get a good population of stuff to choose from if you want to do outbreeding from there too. You know. Yeah, yes, it's it all has to do with the farmer. Yes, the genetics are important. But once they get into the farmer's hand, whatever that farmer's heart does with them, that's what really makes it different. I mean, I've well, smoked yeah, everybody, a, a, every, the same weed a million different ways, you know? Yeah, yes. Because it, it's so much the farmer's hand and the farmer's intention and the farmer's scruples and morals and, like, honesty that, that make a, a, a plant really a... A super plan. So the thing well, it's was, also when from I was the op- moving out here. Yeah, I was gonna say from the opposite what? point of view though too. It's like if you're if you're inscrupulous and you have fucking bad intentions and you it, it, that also comes out in the plants too, very much so. Like to the point yeah. where you know it's like why why you got russet mites, spy you got russet mites, powdery mildew. Put on here. <laughs> yeah. And how no, 
What was that? Go ahead. I like heard someone start to say something. Like, like, like if, if you're really doing it in shitty ways and you're not really thinking about who's going to end up with this stuff, then you can like, then a lot of people will think, okay, I fucked it up. I got chemicals on it. I got bugs on it. I hope I can still sell it to somebody. Terrible position to be in. Usually it's the opposite. Usually it's like, I'm like already stoked for the people who are going to get it and or pissed off that I'm not keeping it myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, I should be keeping all this. Like you almost want to, I have a hard exactly, time. Exactly. That's the way you feel like. You should always yeah. feel like, I don't want to sell this stuff. It's too good. <laughs> exactly. No, that's a, uh, and, and you know how lucky the people are that are getting it because there's so many other people out there that are just trying to push off a bunch of swag because that's what they're, that's, you know, that runs the, the, the gamut of most people's stuff. Yes. It's so easy to fall into the pit of greed. Right. Right. Yes, smile. Yes, smile. Smiles in the people's eyes. I mean, the fact so, that something that you did proliferated into such a huge... I don't know, so Melissa, the, the fact that you did that, and even though you didn't mean to do it, like, changed the whole course of cannabis completely. So, thanks. <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. That, that's all I really want to do is, is make people get better through cannabis uh, i'll say some of that maybe maybe that maybe it will be the um the balance for for using the name new york city diesel and fucking up the whole diesel story because that's, <laughs> that's the only that's the only that's the only gripe i from other people is like you know at new york we went over this already before but that's the only time that i'd say that uh like it was a reverse where it was like oh just could have named it anything else. But actually, at the end of the day, my kid is now named NYCD. There you go. I guess it's all come back. To it. It, all came, it all came back around, right? So it's kind of funny. And I didn't even realize that until like months after. I was like, oh, my God. It happens to be the right, perfect, the perfect name. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's kind of funny. It did yeah. work out. It was nice because it was all initials to NYCD. It was just so nice with just initials. Yeah, no, and I, I like it like that too because once you once you say the word diesel, like it starts getting everybody. Well, which diesel? And then you get into that conversation, and then it's like, okay, yeah. now we're because now I we're have, down, now I we're down the strawberry, I have strawberry sour diesel grown here too, and it's so different. Hmm. So what about Wu? We're going to be able to get him on the line, or is... uh, let me try and call him here on this side. Um, shit, then it'll hang up on you guys. Uh, hold on. Yo. Here, nothing you. Dave, I think you're it muted. doesn't matter. There you go. Yeah, you had your. You, no, you're on now. Dude. You're up now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. I, who we got?
Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We can't hear Dave now. Now you're mm. now you're, oh, there's something. Uh, that's annoying. <laughs> All right, that's weird. Weird. Um, but so. But after all this, I mean, did you ever have any like CBD strains that you tried to do with someone? Did you like ever purposely, or just just like kind of like uh, luck of the draw? Only, right now? only the last couple of years, but not before that. And which strains are that? Which ones are those? Because I'm not familiar. Well, it's basically like the New York City Diesel and the Reclining Buddha, but like, but like. I, when, when I was working with those in the beginning, I didn't think CBD. I only saw THC taste. I didn't think nothing about CBD, you know, because it, it wasn't really known back then in the early 90s. Oh, that was, yeah. There was a, the first the first time, and I was thinking about this today. The first times that I kind of like even, I mean, we we'd read about CBD and, and but didn't really seemed like it was another thing that was that was pursuable but rob uh, rob clark and watson they would they brought me a i don't know if you remember this so much you remember that big white and full of like cbd plants that i used to just, it was like basically like stunt weed i used to call it because i knew it didn't really do much but it looked great because it was these huge buds and i would just like use them in photo shoots or whatever just to plump up the uh the visuals but it was funny because yeah. i had uh, made hash. They'd also made hash out of it, and just for fun, you know what I mean. And it was like, well, it doesn't get you high, but it looks like hash, smells like hash. <laughs> and uh, and I also remember Rob, Rob telling me that they had isolate, and that they were tried smoking it, but it didn't really do anything unless you mixed the CBD and the THC isolate together. Then it actually had an effect, but without the like individually, they weren't they weren't nearly as good as the as the, the. So it was a lot of, you know, relevant information, but it was like also like ninety four, ninety five, you know, and that was kind of uh, yeah, the first sort of inklings even at that point. And like I started like making the original reclining Buddha in ninety four. Huh. Yeah. Seeds out of my barrel. I made the reclining Buddha out of this Jack Herrera strain I had, out of this Afghani Hawaiian strain I had, and out of this big skunk Korean that I had. Well, I bet it came from that Jack so, Herrera, oddly enough. Well, where, where well, did the CBD come from yeah, from there, you know? I got, like, when I first came to Amsterdam in 94 for the Cannabis Cup, Jack Herrera from Sensi Seed won first prize. And I was given a bunch of those. Sure. I, I was given a bunch of flowers of those of of that strain while I was a judge here, and they they had seeds in them, and I brought the seeds back to Eugene. And then when um I I had many of my other strains going like the big skunk Korean, and the Jack Herrera hermaphrodited, and got everything pregnant. So I ended up with like. 10,000 seeds that I brought from Eugene to Amsterdam in 94, no, in 95. And in 95, I started selecting. What about the big skunk Korean? Because that's a, 
a real outlier. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a that was a, a combo of Big Bud, Skunk Number One, and Korean. A strain from so Korea. the Korean was that a, was that a a, a re, was that like an old say that for instance an organ or something for uh, that was like that was like a friend of mine in the early, like in like 1990 1991 he got seeds mm-hmm. from Korea grew grew some plants and 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 gave me one of them How did that look? Was that more of fat leaf, sort of indica plant, or was that a more sativa well, influence? Well, when when I got it, it, it was had giant leaves actually, like That's, giant leaves, kind of, like like really big, like long and wide. Yeah, like almost uh, like it's almost like a lot of strains from Kazakhstan and places like that seem to have that same sort of structure. You get these like sort of almost like prehistoric looking they're like fuck yeah, look at that yeah. thing thick yeah. and also with, thick with with a with a really thick long leaf stem also you know the, the really long Pedial, what's yeah. that well yeah the beetle was really long that, that, that's, yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah. Thick. awesome i have something like yes yeah, because I, I mean, I just wonder if any of the CBD came from that. That's why I was curious. Yes, I mean, I mean, I have a feeling that it came from there because the Big Bud doesn't have so much CBD. No, and no, and the Skunk Number One doesn't have that much CBD, but the Korean, at least the Korean, is probably the one that had a high CBD. Yeah, because I mean, the Jack is one of the very uppity and electric and not very, you know, I don't know. There's 11, the thing about Jack, and again, we got, so it's an 11 way hybrid. So it could be a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, variable recessive things that could be yeah. in there. But, but um, that, to me, the Korean sounds like a situation of like whoever's smoking in Korea is not going for, high super high thc no cbd they're probably going for the one that actually uh makes cloth makes cloth probably or something like that well yeah and also like i'm sure it's like a hard day's work get home have a, a maybe a cup of tea or smoke a joint possibly but i think they're using it for the most part what i've seen in korea that they people there you know it's the reason that people smoke there is mostly because you know they they'd rather them do that than, than drink alcohol so there's a lot more influence on uh and it's really about just like pain relief more than anything i would imagine considering they they don't have you know they all have such a rough life in a sense work wise yeah. did you ever see any other korean strains after that because i think you're the only like i remember it when no, i first saw it, i was only, thinking to myself like that's, I've never... only, that's the only time i got it my friend right near eugene oregon he was growing it and, and he shared it with me. Nice. Yeah, somebody was just saying you robbed it from, or you stole it from Eugene, and that's not how that goes, you know? No, I, I didn't rob it. I was given it. We, yeah. we would grow any strains together, and I ended up getting some seeds out of the strains that I made. 
Yeah, no, no, I can hear you. The phone and uh, he doesn't, he just he's. We, we hear you. I know oh, it doesn't you. matter. It's... All right. Well, so apparently, Dave, no one can hear Dave there. Sorry, guys. Uh, it's a setting that I just built into the system now that which I've, I've somehow engaged. Yeah, weird. We never do that. It was working for a second right at the beginning, right? It was working at the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Dave. It's not. We can episode. This will be the Dave's not here episode. But he is here. He's here, but he's not here. Damn. Dave, Dave oh. can talk to us. Just they can't hear him. Kind of sucks for radio. You could always. Me. You could always call in, you. Dave. I guess on the phone. Oh. Mm. Thank you. Uh, so no, so we're, we're we're getting nowhere with Wu or what? Because you're gonna have to answer some questions then, I guess too. I can do my questions. best. Uh, hold on. Yeah, he didn't text me back or anything. So okay. Well, um, so I can do my best. The cream. The cre is the so the cream. Was it also an acronym like Sage, or was it a? Was it was it like the song or is it like a did it have its own? Yeah, was it, give me a little it's history. Made by Wu Tang. It's made by a guy named Wu Tang. Of course, it's the cream. Uh -huh. He got mad when Who's I spelled cream? it with an E because uh, it's got to be cream. Like fucking, you know, cash rules everything around me. You know, mm -hmm. Wu Tang. Wu, yeah. So that yeah, it's spelled like cream, and it's great. I mean, that stuff's awesome. I got. I got her growing now. I call her, uh, I call her, the, well, I did that taint. You remember I named because it, it was Charlotte's mom. So I called it the taint. Looking now. Uh, uh, yeah. Are we back? Are we back? I don't know. I'm just laughing at the taint. I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. You got to know Paige Feige, I guess. I'm not going to say something, though, because she just lost her daughter, so never mind. No, come Never on. Mind. It, it was no, like no, the guy no, no, at uh, no, no, no. All the Flowers that called his strain twat waffle. I just, that's just ridiculous. Wow. Come on. <laughs> See, I get back on we'll, the air we'll for leave, that. We'll leave it at Wolf Taint. We'll leave it at Wolf Taint with you there. That's it. I okay, well, I mean, it's the cream, man. That shit's bomb. I, I mean, I'll bring you some when it's done. It's it's terrific, man. It, does, it tastes fucking phenomenal. I'm going to do the G13 back on it here in a minute. Cheese <laughs> or cream. Well, you know, I always like that term, cream of the crop. Yeah. Right? The, the cream always flows to the top. Yeah, man. But, uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, no, 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 woo. Oh, well. I can call the buddy who actually woo gave the seeds to. Uh, he doesn't want to come on, but he wanted to be referred to as, I want to give him a shout-out, uh, King Cobra Mountain Lion. 
Yeah, so big shout out to Keem Cobra Mountain. Yeah, that's his cool uh, his cool name. Uh, Is that his yeah, porn so, name? And did, and so Actually, did they? And I wouldn't so, doubt it. So before you brought, okay, so let's let's take it into the next step. So the cream, which was the, the cream, was crossed with the reclining Buddha uh, male. You said um, yeah. that created now that. How did it become known as R4? What was the meaning behind that? What was the oh, name? So, was there like uh, my R1, buddy, the, two, three? Uh, the, well, yeah. So basically, uh, uh, King Cobra Mountain Lion, he gave me, uh, he gave me two plants that he had started out of like, you know, 10 of those that we had made. And uh, I had the one and the four because I wanted the cream from him, but he, it was, he didn't have it rooted yet. And I had to leave to come out here. So basically, mm-hmm. uh, he just uh, was like, here, this is the cream, but something else. So uh, I took those, and then when we got here, uh, we rocked them out that first round, and uh, that's when we realized, oh, yeah, that that was that. You know? And, and, did, that was, and, and well, what I was wondering, though, is like, okay, so who figured out that it was a CBD plant to begin with? How did that come about? Like. Well, when we got here, you, know, you can't really get stuff HPL seed in Ohio. That's Well, you can now, but. Uh, when we got here, once I pulled all the genetics into the warehouse, um, we once uh, you know we got them all tested for you know, and that's when that popped up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that you first know. initial figuring it out was actually here in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, for sure. That changed like the whole breeding. That, that changed the whole way we you know, like Soma man, and you and everybody else back in the day. We bred for smell and effect and look and you know all that stuff and then all of a sudden we can all get everything tested and then it's like all right well now we can and i don't know if we maybe lost some of the you know i mean we learned how to do that naturally and now we're just doing it you know i get everything tested i make so it's just weird it may not be the best plant but that's the highest in this you know all that fun shit mm-hmm. yeah it's very accurate now but, I mean, when you're surfing through, you know, a lot of seeds, like a lot for specific stuff like CBD or G or and all that fun, you want to be able to have that now. Yeah, uh, you have to. You I know. mean, it's it's a tool. Now it's a tool that you can use in your uh, in your quiver as a grower. But uh, it's terrible if people come in now and only do that because you're really going to – it's – I mean, it's, as you know, it's like, it's so hard to find stuff that hits every bell and whistle. And it may, I'm sure we threw away a ton of stuff that was all crazy profiles, but just didn't do what we wanted it to do. And so that's, you know, so in a way, it's almost nicer when you do your pre-selection first and just by (laughs) smells and flavors and all that, and then go through, because otherwise you will get stuck with a bunch of dogs, you know what I mean? Like, just like, really? We're growing this now? Like, fuck, you know what I mean? Oh my God, that's the worst worst feeling is to pick the wrong combo, and then you don't know what you're doing until you finally harvest, and then you smoke it and you go, oh my God, this is not what I was looking for. Right, right. And, and, And then the, well, it's even worse, it's kind of funny. It's like when the when the hog one. Uh, I literally I was standing at the bar at the milk bag, and it was like I didn't I wasn't happy with that particular round. Oh, hey, it was, King, King Cobra Mountain Lion just logged in. No okay. way. It's never James though. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, I was standing at the bar. I, 
I was standing at the bar and they, were, they already oh, announced third stolen. place and second place. And then all of a sudden it was like the hog one. And I was like, what? That was the year. Do you remember Soma when I entered the Sage and the hog, but the Sage was phenomenal. And I remember I was enter I was bringing it to the, to the temple and you were there. Oh, well, man, I guess you, I guess we know who the winner is, right? Cause I was super proud of that crop. It was a, didn't even place anywhere. I didn't. So I thought, Oh, they fucked up. You know, they, uh, the other one. And then I went home and told my mom that we, we won first place with the hog and she gave me this confused look like what? And then all of a sudden it was like, fuck, we got to grow that shit. Like, Oh no, now we have to keep going with it. So it was like one of those plants that was just a bitch to grow and it was not fun. It was a good plant, amazing weed, but it was just terrible. It was like the worst plant in the batch. You know what I mean? And I got forced to have to work with it. And that's kind of the, the, the classic, you know, situation of the, terpy the terpy shitty growing plant is the one that is the one everyone wants and then the beautiful perfect structured amazing yield is eh. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like eh. people don't quite get it you have the same thing too right terpy hard to grow plants are the ones everyone wants like the g yeah like I the mean, g like the g yeah, is a good example which g your G, the G13 that you have, is a horrible. Yeah, it grows ugliest. great. It's just a little bitch of a plant. But the grandpa, the guy that, uh, that turned me on to grow, and he just jumped in the chat room too. That's fucking funny. Uh, but like, yeah, he gave, he's been keeping that. We've been keeping it in the family for like 24 years. And I, electrically, I guess I could. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't want to put that on YouTube. I got, I was about to log into the picture and take you in the room and show you. I took this plant, it's running at 17 uh, volts, the top of the plant, and it was the worst looking plant I put in this bed. It was all yellow and all fried out and variegated, you can see, and then I just plugged in the, I uh, plugged it into the TENS unit running 120 hertz at 17 volts, and I turned the thing out. It is just the healthiest fucking looking thing I've ever seen. Uh, so electric G13 crosses will be coming up here soon. Yeah. If that's not you know, interesting. Yeah, 2011 all over again. Uh, I'm definitely... plant looks terrific. Chem de la Chem. I, had, uh, I ran, ran literal, like, giant gauge uh, copper to the soil, like like a refrigerator, back refrigerator, and then I, I was going to plug it in, but they're getting way too big to uh, even think about plugging in because they'll triple and they'll just get way big, you know? I'm going to have to hold off. But yeah, back to DVDs and R4s and stuff. Sorry about that. It's okay. I would expect nothing less. I'd expect nothing less. I'm smoking weed over here. Uh, But uh, yeah, so we, yeah, and then uh, and then I was, because I still had a felony hanging over my, well, not hanging over my head. I had done my time but i wasn't out the 10 years that the uh that the law was in so the greenworks guys were like you can't come back to the warehouse that you built and then uh we're just going to keep all your strains and that's how that went down yes the infamous the infamous uh sort of theft of the r4 at that point well, the interesting part is that the plant is very obvious how it grows too, right? So it's one of those plants where you can spot it in a room of a uh, hundred other hundred other varieties in a heartbeat, right? 
yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, actually, I mean, it's definitely, it's all, if you watch that Weeds, when they show that, uh, the video where they're in the room with all the plants and they got Charlotte in there, you could totally tell it's that because it's, it's variegated. It's like, and it was like a little shrubby indica, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely that. <laughs> you could see the variegation when they, they would see pictures of them in their garden and everything. Uh, yeah, it was just, that was the plant. I mean, they came to you, didn't they? What's up, buddy? Yeah. They did. Oh, you want your and and I, I 100% know that 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 particular part of the of the legacy or let's say, and I think that was the very beginning of it, right? I mean, because they they uh, apparently, you know, over the years brought other genetics into the mix, obviously, because I, I think they create they turned Charlotte's Web more of into a brand. It was more of a brand than a strain, really after a while right in your opinion uh, at least. so i think what happened was then they went out if my timeline is correct because if we're going to talk to eric and everything i'm sure but my timeline yeah. is correct then they they then went out to california and scored some ringo's gear and now uh i would assume that they mixed them together you know and then they, now they have a proprietary strain that they have a fucking patent for motherfuckers oh. uh and yeah, so that I think that's a mix of uh, strains. You know, maybe they did some breeding. I'm pretty sure they did some breeding. Yeah, it's it's. So they're, breeders. Uh, they're breeders now, man. They're the Stanley Brothers are weed breeders, man. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, if you have the right, it's all about the ingredients, right? So I mean, there you start with the right ingredients, you can you can usually make uh, make a cake, right? But if if you don't know what you're doing in the very beginning and you don't bring in the right ingredients, good luck on that, you know? Um, so, and that was what, 2011, I believe. Yeah. Early. Cause it was nice. It's getting nice out. We had the hood lab. You had the, uh, you had taken the limo from my house over to there. Yes. Whenever that I was. Remember. <laughs> I remember. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, and, and, and so, at that time, the, the the problem that I always saw was that the the or, or the the obvious part was the fact that your the R four was like we were saying before it's sort of shrubby and not very big yielder, um, and I think that's also part of the reason that they 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 had issues in the beginning with their being able to deliver right because they were always behind on on uh, being able to deliver oil to the patients and i mean occasionally I, and i've heard people who hit me up were like you know they gave my i said somebody who had said that they give their dad like you know five thousand dollars worth of oil for free which is i'm sure they did but at the same time they had a lot of other people they kind of almost held them hostage in a sense as far as to get their medicine i don't know what did you is that what you intend is that what I, you I got did, out of it um i had todd remember todd young the, when we were working together he uh I love that dude. I wish he, mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so Todd, uh, came at me and he showed me these pictures. Somebody he knew went out to their grow out East or whatever. And there were just fucking jugs of, uh, Eagle laying around. Oh, uh, you lost you. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So jugs of Eagle laying around that they were going to take this bud and, extract it and then make it into oil to give to their patients 
Lovely. Did uh, we lose Soma along the way? Yeah, he dropped out somewhere along the way. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Soma. I'm not sure. He was late too, so we didn't expect him to be on the show the entire time. Just woke up from, I'm sure, a nap. I don't. Uh, if he wants to jump back on, no problem. If not, thanks for joining us, of course. And uh, thanks for your contribution to this whole genetic gene pool when it comes to uh, all these CBD plants that are definitely make, made some huge, uh, you know, huge waves in the world, but also helped a lot of patients, which I, I think, as you could tell by listening to someone for five minutes, that's really all he wants to do, which is, you know, part of what, the reason why all of us growers do what we do, especially when you get people who tell you uh, that whatever you're doing is helping them. And tell us a little bit about uh, hemp and because that's also your your line of CBD products that you're doing that are helping people everywhere, you know, on a daily um, and including us. So I am uh Donating, I'm waiting on a head count from my buddy who's a county commissioner because uh, we're be he's been delivering food to these older people who are stuck down here. So I'm waiting on a head count. I was going to donate like as many bottles as there are, maybe close because there's a lot of old people down here. But you know, like because just because you know, what I mean, I that's easy. You know, what I mean, just to get people on it, see what they think. Hopefully, it's helping like keep away some kind of sickness. I think it is. If you watch Dr. Bob, do you know who Dr. Bob is? Uh, yes. You know who that guy is? Uh, I, he's on my face. He was posting up how the uh, CBD uh, fills up your CB receptors, obviously, they're in your lungs, your stomach, and stuff. And uh, that, that when that's full, when the virus gets to your body, it, has, it latches onto those receptors to replicate and pull energy from. So by filling them up with cannabis, no matter what, uh supposedly uh it helps in fighting off that virus so i figured you know all these old people need all the help they can get my landlord's a big proponent well not my landlord i own my house now so my neighbor who i have to pay my rent to that's my landlord uh yeah he uh he's a big proponent of it and, like so he's got all his uh friends and family and stuff it's pretty cool i like to do this it's good time you gotta help people and then the tiger's blood, we're getting tested for the world doping, the world anti, the world doping association, the world anti-doping association, which is what they do when, uh, uh, for any sport that you wanted to sell products within that source, you have to have them test all this stuff to make sure it's not full of like, um, performance enhancing drugs. Right. So, yes, sir. Davey dying over there. What's going on? I don't know. It's weird because it works <laughs> great. It works great for like when you first come back, and then once you're like silent for a little bit, it like resets or something. I wonder if there's. Like oh, great! Oh, hey, the woo is on. You guys, or the woo just texted me. If you want to reverse the, of course, let's get he him. Said on. yo. So, oh, Adam's down. Oh, we're back. I'm down. I'm here. No, we're back. Can't just be me. The Hempen website will come back the minute that uh, my website guy gets over the coronavirus. I guess I should probably send him some CBD. Huh? He called really? it. He said he, yeah, he, he totally has it. He, he hit me up the other day. He's like, anything you need? Yeah, just wait a second. <laughs> like, all right. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay, so we got so Soma's gonna we we can bring Soma back on and we can bring Wu into the conversation and let them talk for a second too because I okay. thought that might be a cool Wu is a on cool the little meeting. What's up? Hello. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good after. Uh, I'll say good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so, expecting uh, you guys at eight. Never, never expect. You don't. That. You don't. You can never set. You can never set your watch to the Adam Dunn show because it will be. Um. So, uh, well, welcome to the show. And I we had Soma on earlier. I'm going to try to bring him on too because I thought maybe it'd be nice for you to just send. Somehow, you guys are you know kind of working together from from the beginning, right? So, tell us how you got the um, reclining Buddha to do the cross and all that, like. Because this is back in the '90s when everything was a little more. Uh, well, what year was it actually? 2008. Oh, so it was not in 2008. Okay, and where'd you get those? Where'd you get that reclining booty? Was it from Seed or from Clone or? And then um, and from Clone, and then I got the um, I got the cream from a, a buddy of mine who who has helped uh, help produce it and um. Marietta, Ohio. So, and then. Uh, well, then who was the? How? Did, okay, keep going. Sorry. Well, no, I mean it's just, we call it uh, Uncle Joe, and um, Uncle Joe got me the uh, got me the um, got the Columbus cream, I guess they called it, and uh, and he brought me the Buddha, and uh, just tinkering with it in the basement, and came up with some seeds and. I guess the rest is history, right? So, <laughs> so was it feminine? Did, did they? You had two females, so you pollinated. So it was a feminized uh, seed, then, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. it was. You know what? I was just down the street. How absolutely big and healthy and tiger striped all those seeds were. Of like they're just all look so so big, and I didn't like notice it really at the time. But I was just thinking about it the other day of like, you know, how far this has come through. You know what it's made, like the the difference in in the world it's made, and like mm-hmm. to think of like where those seeds came from out of like the the house of chaos they came out of, and how they ended up, you know, to Mister M and to and to two as they were going out to Colorado, and how amazing it really is that those those things got to where they they got to mm-hmm. yeah and that's the crazy, crazy thing about genetics that's the thing about genetics in general it's like you, uh, you don't realize how much cbd like even with thc stuff like you know there might be a, a place where they got a bunch of shit he's really got anything going on i've had you know multiple people tell me over the years like you know they came to amsterdam bought seeds off off somebody else went home and changed the whole fucking vibe, you know, the whole it, like changed the entire situation for those people. So going from like you know brown brickweed to some fire fucking Afghans or some you know a bubble gum from me or whatever it was, and uh, you know, so it's without well, I, even realizing I, it's I, medicine I, at that point. Right. Well, I was just thinking as you just said that, like, uh, uh, I was just thinking about dumpster. I don't know. It's an old strain dumpster. Yeah. Right? 
you know, you know that mm-hmm. the rumor is that they found it growing next to a dumpster and they brought it home and, and it ended up being some fire, you know. Oh yeah, that's definitely one of those strains. Wow, it would go Hermie in the bottom, like the the bottom couple branches would always throw dicks. And did it, uh, did it did it make seed, or was it just too late, or what was the deal with that? Did ever anybody ever make yeah, seed? I mean, like I, that? I don't know. I noticed it like uh, pretty far into flowering. You know what I mean? But it was still great. It just I, I noticed the uh, there's grandpa with the dumpster. Uh, I think it's funny the guy that uh, got me into growing weed when I was seventeen. That room is awesome. What up, grandpa? Two, oh. how you uh, doing? Why you been eating so much spam? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, oh, because I was challenging our buddy KT that I could make. Uh, like high end dishes out of spam. It's still spam though. I made that sushi. That was, I don't know. <laughs> it looks delicious. Oh uh, well, it's actually pretty good. Uh, I'm going back to the elk and the the lamb though. Now I'm done with the spam for a little while. Good for you, I don't think. No, no. I was gonna say you don't, definitely don't make that don't make that a staple. <laughs> but right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, uh, that's cool. I didn't know it was feminized. I guess I, yeah, that's awesome. I still got that cream. You you still have it? Yeah, it's growing now. There is none. I don't think there's any in Ohio that I know of. I haven't seen it in uh, almost 10 years. Well, maybe not that long. Yeah, about that. Seven years. So, the only other person I knew uh, I had that died. <laughs> we got to fix that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we should fix that. Did you? Uh, you have it backed up at least one one other place, or you're the only? Are you the literally like hold keeper of the flame right now? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I hope you back it up because it's. Uh, I got you, clones of it now, but um, and then I got one in there, and then uh, I was gonna put it outside. Let's see what it does outside. You know. That does. I've I've done it once outside. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was still cream. It was nice. We should, uh, yeah, we should, uh, I'm going to do that G13 cream. That'll be fun. And then, uh, that would be fun. Uh, I I might as well, I mean, Adam, I'll trade you the cream for the. Sure. Not a problem. Didn't you, didn't I give it to you already (laughs) or what? No, I don't have the teeth. Did I give it to you once? Okay, no, I thought I gave Back it. Got you. Nope. We're gonna I'll, do uh, that, uh, that gauge. That G thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah, sage. I'm gonna try to patch. Try to patch Soma in one more time because uh, apparently he's waiting for us to. Cool. Okay. While we're trying to patch Soma. No shit, we didn't fix it or something. No, no, no. Uh, no you, something. you suck. You no. suck, Dave. Damn, what the hell, dude? That's so weird. Um, okay. It about my sound that he is now been cursed. Cur- you did it. 
Well, we, we did order him a new setup for his quarantine setup, so. King Cobra Mountain Lion has entered the, the chat game. That's why. Uh, it keeps saying un- unavailable for. Oh. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. So maybe you get him next time. <laughs> Let's see. I'll give it one more shot here. So how'd you get the name Wu in, in the first place? Who gave? Um, you know it's a, it's a, uh. So when the you know when the Wu Tang Clan came out, like I was uh. I don't know, ninety three, ninety two. So I, I had an underground mixtape of the Wu Tang in like ninety two. So before they, before they hit the scene, I kind of like. I had already been hip to it. Um, blew up. I'd already known everything, and I already already had Wu-Tang gear, and uh, people just started calling me Chris Wu because it was easy to, because uh, I always had a Wu-Tang shirt on at the raves. And, <laughs> right. Uh, and, and it just... It was a... Very everybody... Back in the day... Right. We were raving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Back when you could actually, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're now and realizing this with this Corona bullshit going on, like just the whole, the whole going out and like. I mean, the whole. I think the whole country be different after this. I was just talking with my mom about it today about, you know, one, the government now has, has, a, has, has it knows exactly what they can do to control us. And, uh, you know, and then like on the top of it, like all the, like the shaking the hands and the hugging and, you know, you know, just touching stuff. Yeah. Like everybody's has become so conscious of germs all of a sudden. And I sit there and watch this unfold. I'm in a, I, I own a gas station now. So I'm like, I feel like I'm on the front lines of this shit with, with my employees, trying to keep my employees safe, trying to yell at them to wear gloves and masks, and you know, I had to mm-hmm. build a an eight foot barrier on my on my counter. You know, just you know, it's weird. Weird times we're living in, guys. It is. It is. And and like uh, you know, I think cannabis is one of those things where we've always question. We always question everything. Anyway, anybody who's really smoked a lot of weed in their life has always been pretty much. I would. I mean, for the most part, anti-government or at least, you know, anti-establishment or anti, like, and and now uh, the combination that this is a respiratory issue too is also weird because like, like, I feel like we're, I feel like we're always practicing every day and exercising our lungs and doing more, but at the same time, uh, just the fact that it attacks that part of the, of the, of the body is you know i think we're the, you know we're just in a weird we're just in a weird time because america's always like the re- this is exposing the fact that americans are just enormously out of shape right so we're like you know, putting out of through, shape, eh? yeah we're supposed and, to be the most powerful country in the world and we're we are so lacking in our healthcare system and we're so we're we're just so unprepared for this you know all those you know i got family and, and friends that are nurses and you know, they're just the things like I'm sending them N95 masks that I that I have went out in the streets and hustled up <laughs> to to healthcare workers so they feel you know 
just so they can feel safe while they're on the job. You know, it's just crazy. You know, America's slick. And then, like, the whole thing with Charlotte dying was what they think it was the coronavirus is, I don't know, it's just like, you know, it's also hitting the face of marijuana, you know, so it's like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, uh, I didn't expect, I don't know, people, uh, people, uh, I know people that have it now. It went from, like, not knowing anybody to now, like, oh, yeah, they got it, and they, you know, it was three doors down from. Yeah, it's crazy. My my friend's aunt has it. I think I, you know, I think my son had it, and I think I had it in February. Um, I, I'm almost positive my son had it because he has, you know, all lungs, all coughing, messed up for like two weeks. I had some, but my lungs didn't really hurt. I don't know. So, but I was I was out of commission for like uh, ten days. Mm. Would be great if you could get the antibody test, and then we'd know if you were clear. Right, and then you could be like a Superman helper for everybody. Um, that would be amazing. No, no well, there is that. You just don't get it. Some people don't get it. You got to have O O blood. I think also doesn't get it. Well, least, they uh, said, I think they yeah. said that very very few cases uh, of uh, were O blood. Well, I think what they said the high the high cases were the A. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm A B. AB negative, like the... I don't even know my blood type. That's weird. Yeah. I'm O negative, so that makes me feel great. <laughs> like, yeah, Actually, I just, I just... You can get uh, on Amazon, you can get blood um, right. blood type strips. Like, you can, buy the, you can buy these strips. I just got some, like, you know, a month ago. Just <laughs> wanted to know my blood type when I heard this. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I, guess yeah, I think that... KT just... Whoa. <laughs> KT just texted me that uh, that uh, uh, Rob Carney is in the hospital with Corona. Oh no! Well, oh, we, we knew that like a week or two ago, I think. But no, no, this is new. Oh, yeah. this is brand new. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't in Corona. He was. Uh, oh, he was just sick, and then he came down with it, huh? I thought he was doing better. I don't know, KT. He, he's in the chat room. Ask him what's going on. Okay. I know that he thought he came down with it a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't. I was about to ask if anyone knew how he was doing currently. Uh, I, he was on the internet I yesterday, I think. I haven't heard from him in years. I stepped away from a lot of people, so yeah, a lot of, of circles. That's crazy. He's a good guy. Uh, sorry to interrupt you guys. Uh, what? Hey. Um, yeah. So you get Soma back on? Uh-oh. I couldn't hear. I can't hear Adam. Can oh, you guys great. hear Adam? No, Adam. Adam went bye-bye now. Oh, it's the Dave show, everybody. It's the Dave show that we all have been waiting for. See, you listening to this. This is what happens if, if I talk. Oh, now I'm muted. <laughs> no. But, yeah, Adam's completely gone. I think when you oh there we go. It seems like it seems like when you jump around from uh, screens or something. I don't know. It sort of sometimes it doesn't you're, always work. You're good now. You're totally good okay. now. Okay. Yep. Okay. Everyone's back. good now. We're Weird. Back. It's like the the bike's back on balance now. Let's it's see. because everyone listening to the show suddenly logged onto the internet to try to find out what type of blood they had, just to see if they were going to be immune. 
you know, it's massive. Everyone to Bonfi's blood center. It's like, wait a minute. I forgot what I was. Hold on a second. I am. I'm. Oh, yeah. The cheers round of applause goes out. There you go. Well, anyway, Soma said he's still never got a call, which is weird. Try him again. Okay. It just, make it, this party. it just keeps going to unavailable right away. It's the Rona. Right when he said just... What's that? He's, oh, no. We can just blame it all on the Rona. Everything that's fucking everything up. Yeah, I know, right? Here. Well, it's totally throwing off the balance of the planet right now, man. You know, but the, the, it has, no, it's not 5G. You know what the beauty of it is? Is that the one thing that loves the coronavirus is the planet Earth. Because the trees are growing, there's no cars driving, your smog has gone away. I see Mount Everest for the first time in 30 years or something like that. Right? Crazy. People keep away from you. <laughs> well, that happens all the time anyway, but it you, you can see the sky in L.A. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's ridding the earth of the pollution for a little bit. I mean, it's like a, a jump-starting. I lost Yeah. You can't hear us, Adam. We hear you. It might be. Like on a, I feel like I'm in a bad conference call. There I'm you in go. A bad conference call. Oh, jeez. I listen. I'm. I. I know. I joked about it before, but it. It has to be said, Adam. If you would just take a minute. I mean, maybe even like two minutes, and apologize to Bill Gates on the air. Follow up with an Instagram post, a Twitter tweet, and just make right with him it there might be some algorithm just running in the background that's not like he needs to know but there's this protective bill gates algorithm that you've offended so can you make amends please pretty please yeah. i wish my memes were that powerful but no <laughs> i think it's just I think it's just the internet is being taxed right now by everybody doing schoolwork and bullshit right now. All, me all memes so. have power. Well, somebody said cream of taint. So the moment they said that, we lost connection. Cream of taint. See? There it goes. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try some again, but it just, the keep, old it just keeps popping right. It's going to uh, unavailable right away. You know what it is, is you can't call that side of the earth. Uh, we have to be on the same side with him. Right? Maybe he's on the bottom, bottom half of the earth right Yeah, maybe he's he walked to the other side. Yeah, it's weird. It goes instantly to it. Yeah, well, see, that's the whole Bill Gates thing. Adam fucking insulted Bill Gates, and now we can't call Soma. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's time to apologize. We're probably at his house now putting that chip in his hand. Can you please apologize, Adam? Come on. Come on. I'm sorry, Bill Gates. So, hey, how about, look at that. He said it. That was awesome. Nice. Um, yeah. The other thing I could try is I could put this on pause for two seconds, drop out of the uh -huh. call and call back you guys and see how that goes. <laughs> That's the only other thing I could think yeah, of. Yeah, like that'll work great. Yeah. It'll be the Mark show. Mm-hmm. Get ready for that Mark Perez hour. That's right. Da, 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 
What about Skype? We're oh. calling him on his regular phone, right? Yes. What if I get a Skype number? If, we, <laughs> if yeah, if we do get a Skype uh, name, right. yes, I can do that. What if he is, okay. What if he doesn't? You know, he doesn't have time to do his makeup and his hair and shit. You know, <laughs> someone makeup and hair. You guys just... can get on the Zoom turn for this right now. Yeah, they're all. Well, we all heard that Zoom is playing all your shit. And, yeah, right? yeah. It's always like, and naked people jumping you know? on your show. Would you expect naked anything people? less? Well, that happened last week. Did it? Yeah, you don't remember that? Well, Mark took his shirt off. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, I saw that on his Twitch feed. <laughs> he was streaming and he forgot he left the camera on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Uh, anyway, Soma Soma. She was uh, her kids were homeschooling, and she was in the shower, and she got out and dropped the towel accidentally, and uh, the kids' schooling was streaming. <laughs> yeah, right. That was an that was an accident too. She didn't mean for that to happen. Not bad though, Jimmy. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. It's Adam's been hearing that for years. He just never knew how to handle it before. <laughs> right next I, to one of these days, you'll be close enough to punch her, Dave. <laughs> Actually, I don't know about that. My contract says I have to work remotely now, but with, with good equipment. But watching Adam fumble with his Puffco is hilarious. No, I got two. I know I got two different ones here. Fucking like right now. You know what I got right here, man? Look what I got. Uh, swag, duck. Look at that baby in the box. Mine's out of the box, the but green. it looks black on the green screen because it's all green. <laughs> That's so great. It you disappears. Can see right through me. Um, I like what. Tipping my hand for them to track me. I figured the phone. What that is not working anymore, too. What? The chipping. You sure, I'm pretty sure they put that up there, man. And cut off, right? No, there's never a good reason for that. I'm pretty sure there's that would be a you check the box. No, although I would like to. That's a look, show them the carta. That's a little dab rig, it's like a puffco, or a puffco's like a yeah. I smoke joints, but I get it. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to really, I, you know, I'm scared shitless, man. So I just gave up the flower for a little while to get my lungs in better health. And uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking forward to uh, next month and rolling a big fat joint. Seeing how the dark side lives again. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah. Like bad. Uh, they taste good, though. I, I got to be honest with you. I've been smoking this rosin from 14er and uh, JW from Green Farms dropped off some of his rosin and some of his sugar wax. And uh, I'm feeling great, man. <laughs> I'm feeling great. That and a 50 milligram Incredibles is a great way to start the day. Oh, yeah. It's six o'clock in the afternoon, Dave. What time is it? Yeah, I'm, that was earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? I have no idea. I don't know what day of the week it is anymore, man. Time is becoming completely irrelevant. It it all blends together right now. I mean, how many people don't even put pants on during the day? You know, it's ridiculous. We got to uh 
right? <laughs> and I mean, I'm not wearing. No, I got pajama bottoms. <laughs> got my Superman's on, baby. I know how to rock it here. So no Soma. Let Soma go. Let's maybe we'll let shout out to some people um, and pay some bills. Quick, and then uh, and then we're gonna get in touch with Eric. Uh, where's who? James. Seats here now. Yeah, he's up in Oregon. He's up in Oregon right now. So let's we'll we'll get to him at the end. He's like he's later in the thing. Let's just do our shout outs properly. You guys can go do dabs and and pack bowls and do anything you need to do right now for the next five, ten minutes or so. So, uh, and we're gonna start out of the gate with uh, our guys over at New Millennium Nutrients. MillenniumNutrients.com. You go, Dave. Killing it. Uh, guys over at New Millennium Nutrients, our all growers have been putting this product out for the last about five years now. But I'd have to say, of all the uh, sort of formulas that are out there that are, especially when you're trying to grow on scale, these guys are knocking it out of the park. Super high terpene profiles, great yield. But not all about yield. You know what I mean? It's a good yield, too. It's not like a big, fluffed-out, ridiculous-sized bud that just turns into nothing. No, we're talking like nice, dense, properly grown buds. And uh, they got a formula. They got a calculator on online where you can just go and calculate how many plants you got and how much you're going to need of uh, any particular product. And uh, you also got uh a store store finder there so if you can see if they're in your area hopefully they are if not just tell whoever owns the grow shop locally if you're allowed to ever go back in again and talk <laughs> that you you know you sh- they should be stocking it but if not you also go to new millennium nutrients uh com check them out tell them you want a, a pet pack from the adam dunn show you want you want you want your done deal that's basically all ask, you gotta ask for the done deal you gotta, you gotta do it, um, and uh, you're gonna put one ear. And if you uh, also want to just grab like one product uh, to try and get an idea about their stuff, you pick up either the, the the Winter Frost for finishing or the Decision, which is a great product because nobody has that on the market. Where it's like where you're in between, you want to flip over from veg to flower, but the plants are in that transition phase. You hit them with that Decision, and you see faster buds setting and you see like you can really notice the difference on that um or you pick up just the ruby and the ruby is a nine part it's a nine different kinds of fulvic acids in one mix so it's like the cream of the crop uh you know the amazing uh, results you can just clean your plate you can literally just feed them that on one round in between anything and you'll literally the next day go like fuck all right i get it it's like a plant tonic basically you know it's awesome um NewMillenniumNutrients.com or NewMillenniumNutrients.com If you want to just grab some edibles or you want to get some CBD products, uh, you want to hit our next sponsors, the guys over at Incredibles Edibles here in Colorado and now all over the place in Nevada, Massachusetts. Uh, Got to go online and check out their website, which is iloveincredibles.com to see the full list. Also, a uh, store finder there, too, so you can see if they're available where you're at. Uh, also, they have another company now, a sister company called Trupura, and that's Trupura.com, I believe, right? Yes. Dave? Done deal at checkout, and you get 25% off 
your order, right? That's our best done deal ever. I think it's. I think it's like it twenty. Is. It is. It is a twenty. Twenty. Sorry. 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 Five. Yeah. Yeah. In general, right now, uh, all CBD products are uh, a perfect time to perfect time to delve into these. And also, um, if you're if you're able to get any of the Incredibles uh, extracts or uh, like their vape pens and things like that, grab them while you can because those are uh, unbelievable quality always consistent and pretty much always sold out. So it's like, I mean, it's one of those things you just see it. You're like, I think that's the way people are going to shop in the near future anyway. Cause everyone's like, Oh my God, they have that <sighs> scoop it up. You know what I mean? When it goes- I'm waiting for like leafly leafly and weed maps needs to add a function where you can just add the product and it tells you where the product is available. So you could go get it. Cause I tried to do that today on leafly and I could not do that. Some free advice. Ridiculous, Cause that would what do you mean? I want I I want the product. I want the yeah. Ah, come on. They they need just it's free for them, man. Just to, so I could get my incredibles. I'd like to be able to find it. So uh they can add that. It's free. You know, if they want to send me a free bottle of incredibles, I'll take that too. Oh, I meant Leafly. Oh, you're saying Yeah. Leafly, I didn't mean the incredibles. Yeah. Man. I meant Leafly too. Stay corrected. My bad. That's all right. Oh, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I'm high. com and check out that uh, store finder and get that done deal through True Pura. But if you want a done deal right now, also you go to our next sponsors, which is uh, our buddies over at Build a Soil. Do a little dab for that one. But uh, soil.com. That, Put together the best of the best when it comes to uh, inputs for no growing no-till or uh, just fully organic growing. And now, more than ever, people can think about growing food, not only cannabis, because I don't know if you noticed. Did you see how they were cutting? Like they're like cutting off people from seeds now. They're starting to get all fucking yeah. weird about that. Crazy, right? Well, oh, they have seeds probably up at Build a Soil too. Actually, can I give a shout out to Build a Soil? They're awesome. That they make terrific products. Their soil mixes are awesome. Jeremy's great, and they uh, have uh, tiger's blood on deck up there. So, oh shit, tiger's blood on deck. Yeah. They have a, the funny thing about uh, our sponsors. Like a lot, there's a lot of cross uh, promotion going on. Build a soil has uh, almost all the products from different people that we have been on our show. Um, whether it's pulse monitors or uh, it seems, seems like every time or fish shit or any of these people that are, we're working with, they, uh, they have it because they basically do what we do. They, they work with things that they, 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 they get things that work because that's what they, because they're actually in it and doing it. Uh, Jeremy's grows, grows cannabis right in the shop. So it's pretty awesome. You go onto their website, you can see the plants growing in their shop at any given moment. Um, everybody who works there grows weed and understands weed. So you, you, you know, you're getting good advice when you talk to them, but also you get the best in, uh, you get the best in, uh, IPM products. You get the best in soil mixes, custom blends, whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, yeah, just give them a shout. Go to buildasoil.com. Ask uh, ch- at checkout. Always put in done deal. You'll get an extra chunk of change off the top there. And uh, yeah, again, Jeremy, go back to some of our other episodes because Jeremy's been on the show a bunch of times, and every single time, wealth of knowledge. 
just a great, great guy all around. Thank you, Jeremy, uh, for supporting. He's actually one. Of, I think he's our oldest sponsor too. He's been on here for forever and always consistent. And that's what you want in any anything when it comes to growing is consistency. So, thank you. Seeds from edibles, but food you want to eat. You want to eat something? Uh, please contact them for that too, because that's that's when you know shit's going down hard. Is when you have to you know struggle to find tomato seeds, right? Yeah, um, I actually tried to go to the Baker Creek and they were shut down. They're like, sorry, man, we don't have any seeds. People bought them all. Whoa. Fuck. Crazy. <laughs> I want some seeds. Uh, coming up is uh, greenfarmsmed.com. Greenfarmsmed.com. Coming through like the woo, like the other woo, not the woo on the line, <laughs> the original woo, but literally coming through like the woo and dropping off flaves uh, for our buddy Dave to keep him sane out there and his. Uh, oh, it's going to take far more than that to keep me sane. Don't you fucking worry. In Dave's picnic zone up out there. With That's what you're going to call it. Dave's picnic and drone zone. Uh yeah, the guys at Green Farms, though, they grow no-till. Again, a lot of cross-pollination here. He uses everything from Jeremy, literally everything from Jeremy in his in his facility. It's, it's amazing. And uh, they haven't changed their beds, I think, in like two years, two and a half years, and the plants are thriving hardcore. So it's like, you know, all the right inputs you can like ima- – just imagine the, the labor that you save when you start to grow that way and the ability. Focus more on the plants and less on the system, you know, which is the problem with a lot of uh, setups these days is that, you know, you're and, and the amount of labor that it takes to go in and out every time. So they're growing 100 percent no till uh, cannabis that you can pick up in Colorado Springs at their uh, at their location there. And you can definitely use the done deal. Um, they're open through all this uh, craziness because they're medical. So they are a uh, essential service. So you can definitely uh, get your cannabis from them throughout all this bullshit that's going on. And you can also go to green farms, feed and seed, which is in Louisville and pick up uh, your, also your organic inputs. If you're up on the, in the front range uh, again, he's got a ton of products from Jeremy. He's got like, you know, the, the, Dehydrate. He's got the aloe vera and the coconut dehydrated stuff that you, things like that you can't pick up in any other grow shop, but are super easy to work with. And fuck, if you get trapped in your grow room, you got coconut. <laughs> actually, consume in your own grow room, right? So, and you got to start thinking that way these days. Like shit, you know, you may have to end up eating your. Uh, but go to greenfarmsmed.com and uh, check out all the other things that these guys have been doing. Great company. Right. Give them a follow on Instagram too. They're they're doing they have they post great photos. It really, that the purple strain they have going right now is just it it photographs quite well. Well, what's funny is I have a, I have he he gives me sometimes little like you know just mixed mixed bags of little buds and things and uh a friend of mine just blindly I, i'm rolling joints of all different kinds of weed and he just zoned in it was like that's the one right there and it was you know again the organically grown the terp profile was there everything that you know then that, that's that's what we're all about so check them out and 
Now, now, Dave, this is your job. I know. Extract, extract, craft, baby. Mm. Wait, extract. I don't craft. know. It's We're doing fourteeners. No. The list that Mark sent me ahead of time. There's treasure on there too. There's treasure. Isn't it? No, you took treasure yeah. off. Treasure. Are we taking it off? Treasure. Oh, I don't see. It Mark was, sold. It just I'm wasn't. Gonna say, we're gonna give him a shout out. It just wasn't a link. You can't get the done deal. Got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Treasure, baby. Pete, man. We wish we were out there with you, man. We would have been just getting back a few weeks ago, man. It would have been a lot of fun. But if you are in Barcelona and they are open. Talking about it. No, you can't go. There's, nobody's going anywhere in Barcelona. It's a shit. When they are open, when they reopen, look them up. It. Yeah. And always, and they they had the best done deal going on at that spot, but unfortunately, ain't happening. The international so, done deal. PD, we love you. What? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. That dude's awesome. What? All right. Now extract. Craft. There you of course. go, buddy. Yes. Extractcraft.com. You got all this weed you're growing, you're trapped in your place, you don't know what to do with all of it. It's time to extract some of that. And, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be cannabis. It could be lavender or it could be mullein or it could be some other plant that you have just growing up in your yard here because that's what happens. And that's how we're going to have to start thinking. How, how are we going to preserve these things that we, we have? Uh, so a great way to do that is with alcohol extraction and extract. Super easy tabletop model, couple different sizes. One's called the source, which is uh, small, like it only does about an ounce at a time. But, you know, if you're just doing it for yourself, it's nice to be able to have little flavors of lots of different things. Um, but you can also pick up the Ito uh, model, which is the bigger one, and that does up to a pound. And, uh, yeah, then you can actually produce a little bit of uh, volume. Super cool, but about 98% return rate on your alcohol, so your alcohol comes back super clean um and can be reused multiple times about i think about four or five times max though because the polarity kind of drops after a while and you don't want you know you want to use at that point you've got your money's worth i hope out of that um should hope so the website extract uh if you order one of these machines you definitely tell them you need that done deal uh and you're going to need alcohol, though, when you get one of these one of these machines. So just jump on over to our other sponsors over at 420extractor. Exactly, dot com. And uh, pick up some Colorado. It's made here in Colorado. So it's, uh, it's distilled with uh, super quality ingredients. And also, the they know what you're doing with it, right? So it's not like you're buying... Everclear to make your your extraction. You're, these guys know uh, that it's going, and, and they work together with with the guys over at Extract Craft. So it's just like plug and play. Uh, pretty cheap and available here in Colorado at uh, a lot of different liquor stores. And direct though, if you want to get it uh, from them, you go to four two zero extractor dot com. Tell them you want the done deal, and uh, you need to get to work because. All we got is time now, right? It's good. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to extra, extractcraft.com. Uh, or sorry, extractcraft user uh, page on 
uh, Instagram, and they have some pretty awesome uh, examples of people different making all different kinds of shatter, making uh, you know terp terp sauce separate and you know kind of like a, it's, it's a very versatile machine and easy to use and super safe, which is important. You want to be safe making those extracts. And oh yeah, baby. Fourteener, baby. Oh, they got ball. curbside pickup? Huh? No, they what? I'd pick up, but they Damn it. And then you Oh there. man. Where'd you, you go? go one at a time? You only, you're, yeah, you're like barely, yeah, you're doing Oh, that. fuck. There you go. You're going to have No, there you go. Is it my microphone? Yeah, I think it's not picking you up loud enough or something like it's that. It's my yeah. piece of shit. I don't know. So. I'm not sure. It's 14 or com. Great. You'll love, they have manufacturing, they do their own. I cut out again. No, you're good. Oh, all right. Damn. So they carry extract. Chill pills. Mm. They're flower. Um. Died right now. You just out a pre-order. It'll be waiting. For They'll send you a. Took off. He's he's doing dinner. He said goodbye. Okay. okay. Bye, woo. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Four fourteeners. Dot com. <laughs> Fuck man. Fourteener Fed farms, babe. You should call back, Dave, if you can. Sorry. There's that damn dog. I can't believe I can't believe we we had such a, we had such a full show going on here that I, I I totally forgot to even fucking announce that we have Danny Danko on the show coming up in a minute too. I forgot all about that. Jesus, what a show! What a show! I'm forgetting on myself. So I'm going to send you the information so we can pull him in the conversation in a minute too, right? Yeah, sure. MTA. Let's do shoutouts first, though. Yeah, uh, but I forgot. I know, I know, but I forgot to announce it before the show. So okay, like, cool. Damn. Uh, but what do we got next? Come on, Dave, you can do this. Fish this head is your new farms. job. There you go. Yo, fish I can't head. Believe you did it. I fish thought. head baby. So you go to fishheadfarms.com, enter the done deal at checkout. This one is a twenty-five percent mark, or you can't hear me anymore. No, we're good. I can oh. hear you. We can hear. Is it twenty or twenty-five percent? I think this. It's one. a huge I deal. I believe. I believe it's 25%, and I think he'll yeah. do it anyway, just because even if we fuck up. Yeah, so free shipping. Get that extra. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable listen, product. You, you really you, you want to try this it. out. I've been using it the last cycle for the first time, and knowing the plants already, I can tell you there's definitely a higher turf profile. Like, I get... 40 feet away from my spot and I can smell it. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm, this is good. And, and I've been using it like on point pretty much every feeding. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely a believer. It smells God awful. 
unbelievable, which is, that's a good thing. Uh, I thought photosynthesis smelled bad. This shit is like to the next level, like three degrees past, you know, at least. Um, every month we're giving away five liters and uh, five but you got to get together. worth of this shit. It is, and it and it's uh, I pretty simple, but 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 there's a little work involved. You have to send us a photo of uh, basically a f- it's got to have fish and diapers in it because that's how they ex- because it, that's exactly how they extract it. They squeeze it out of the fish into a diaper and wring it out. No, they don't. But we want to. Uh, that that is the we need. We need a vi- we need a visual. Of those with those uh, those pieces of the puzzle, we've already got a couple. You can go. Do we have those? Um, those are on on our sh- on our show from two weeks ago, I believe, right? Yes. MTA. Mm-hmm. So if you go check those out, you can get an idea of what we're looking for, and it's not a hard thing. You just got to do a little bit of work, get creative, send it to us, and you'll get yourself almost a guarantee. Because, like you know, again, not that many people are are, are jump into this, but they should be because this you fucking product is amazing. Last week we had sixty-two entries, so just be creative. Fish in a diaper, humanely extracted, and uh, who knows? Might just win. That's why I picked the MS Paint one last week. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But good, and we also get Tommy back on the show soon too because he's awesome. Love, love having him on. Uh, Yeah, and. Seeds here. Oh shit. James, James. Whoop whoop. Uh here now dot com for every basically for the best of the best of uh, American breeders. A few Europeans in there too. Two's got his TSK line going on in there. I've got Sage Master Select and uh TH seeds, of course. And uh there's about fifty more under one roof. Amazing deals. Also, the best thing about them is their their uh, sort of customer. They're just their their backups and their their customer relations and their ability to get people the seeds that they want. And if they don't like anything in particular, they have a problem with it. Boom, you're taken care of. And that's that's you know, service is the most important thing. And also, you know, backing up what you do. And and the fact that they're all in original breeders packs, there's no replace, there's no one of this like, oh, we're going to give you half of this and this. No, it's just exactly what you order is what you get. And you can also go to their website. Uh, they have a forum so you can contact all the breeders direct. If you have any issues. Uh, yeah. Great company. Seeds here now.com. Also James Bean, man on the scene. He's back in the USA. He's back. <laughs> so uh, we'll be hearing more from him, I'm sure, uh, in the next couple episodes. SeedsHereNow.com. Yes, yeah, sir. Baby. Well, next up is Illuminar. Oh, no, we'll do that later. Yes, Illuminar. IlluminarLighting.com. Uh, oh, you got some lights. You got some lights. Me? Yeah. You getting yeah. Illuminars? Yeah, I thought so, right? Yeah, I got one of those 630 DEs, and uh, somebody I know wanted one of those IL-8s. Wow, mm-hmm. that thing is crazy. It looks like a spaceship. It really does. I don't know. It looks like some shit you'd see on Star Trek. It's like a super well-built, like amazing... I don't even know mm-hmm. how to explain it. It's, it, it's, it looks like the future, man. The it's light's the really future. clean and nice. 
Mm-hmm. And the light on it's beautiful. It it just dumps. And I like the six thirty because I can run the I can just cut it in half on the you know run it as a three fifteen double ended until you know because I'm going to use it in my tent for breeding too. But right now it's just hanging out in the hemp room with a ton of uh, you know just my my hemp clones and stuff. So right. It's great though. Cool. I mean, yeah, and I use their uh, I use their hoods too. No, actually, no. I'm still on that other company. Never mind. I'm looking forward to some more luminar gear, or luminar gear. Though. I want to buy one of those LEDs. That shit's ridiculous. Well, we give away a lamp every month too. All you got to do is find out the word of the month on the Illuminar Instagram page, and you got to send Mark an email at info at adamdunshow dot com, and. Uh, you never know. You can yeah. win a lamp. Right. I think it's a three. Giving away three fifteens. Yeah, well, at yeah. the end of every month. Last Friday of every month. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been on uh, this now what three weeks in a row, so I'm sure I'll be listening to the next one. No, I missed the uh, <laughs> Bob from Incredibles one. I didn't listen. What? To that. Anyway, I missed the. I wasn't. Anyway. I didn't call in or talk. I didn't listen to the Bob from Incredibles one. I missed that show. Oh, you missed so out Luminar, on some so, so with Illuminar, though, it's not just uh, LEDs. It's all of the above. You got LEDs, double end. You got double ended, uh, thousand waters. You got six thirties, three fifteens, and you can contact them. They'll set you up with uh, a, a complete layout, uh, depending on your dimensions and you know how much airflow you got. All those little, all the nooks and crannies. They'll get it figured out for you, which is really important. And uh, yeah, just. Super quality lights. We love them. Love you guys. I'm rocking those four thousand, uh, those four K uh, halides in the double and it's in my uh, hemp well, my flowering room now. Like they're right. a nice light. Nice, nice, nice. So um, we got okay. So we got. I think that's it, right? We're good. That's that it. That's it. We're good. And that rounds out our sponsors. So we have because I because because I reason I had that like flash of like oh shit we've got to squeeze eric minor and danny danko in the next uh hour so what about cheesecake is jess gonna call in and we have jessica cheesecake has a lot of background behind the stanley brothers that's i was talking to her yesterday she was like mm-hmm. on the ground floor with all that you know wow well that's gonna go down a rabbit hole isn't it so um <laughs> no not at all uh, Never. Get never. Danko on the line. Let's get Danko on the line because he can be in on the whole conversation anyway, regardless. And then uh, we'll kill two birds with one stone because I definitely want to talk to Danny because big changes have happened in the in the world of high times. Uh, how how long know. does it take before he plugs his podcast? What's oh, the over well, under? Five minutes. No, no, we, that's the whole point. We want to we want to hype up free weed. I'm just hitting him up on also, Skype, right? <laughs> I'm just yeah, let's, uh, right? yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if you're gonna, yeah, let's do that. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really think. It, I didn't tell him if we were going by video or not. But let's surprise him. We'll be in his underwear, obviously. Just hanging out. <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> Last time he had to stand outside in the cold, so I doubt it. I, somehow I doubt it. Right. That's. Uh, I remember that now. In the cold. Yeah, now, exactly. In the cold, exactly. So I think just try the number. Let's just do that. Uh, did oh, you here we go, Mr. Dan. Oh. I see his name popping up. I see his name popping hey, up. Hey, hey. Welcome to the show. Us the video. No video. Is he now? Is he... Hey. We are. 
I hear cars. Can you, can you I hear, hear cars? Can you hear me? Yes. We do. Yes. We do. Welcome to the show. Breeds <coughs> right now, or what's? Hello? Delivering for who? You're working for Uber Eats now? I can hear a lot of noise in the background. I'm like, <laughs> we got you I'm in a on, minute. I'm on my roof deck. Roof you're not deck? freezing this time, right? You're, you're doing no. okay? No, I'm doing good. Oh, good. Well, okay? Welcome to the show. Going all over the place. I've got you. And then I've also, you know, um, you know Eric Miner? I think we've met before, yeah. HBK, oh, yeah. so, Genetics, yeah. I think, yeah. HBK, right. HBK, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're having him. Come, we're going to have him kind of roll in, in in the conversation in a minute too, because uh, I got now. One week I'll have no guests. The next week I'll have seven guests. You know. How <laughs> you <do>. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you're able to hang out with us with all these people because all we're talking about is is weed anyway. So it's. <laughs> right down your alley there. So what's yeah. going on, my friend? Uh, this, uh, besides home, besides being stuck at home like all of us, uh, you're also. A f yeah, um, I just want to start off by saying uh, rest in peace to Charlotte. Um, it, I know we were all crushed by the news um, that she had passed. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I wanted to start off and preface everything by just saying rest in and thank you to her and her family for everything they've done. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it just, in the midst of all this pain, it was just really a gut, gut wrenching blow, uh, to me and to, to everywhere. And I know, um, to find out that that had happened. And so I just want to, um, send my condolences and all that, um, for sure. Aside from that, you know, I'm just relaunching my podcast uh, for you. Oh, so, uh, wait. You uh, <laughs> Does it bet? You want to know? Yeah. How long, you, how long you before I plug? Your podcast? Oh, I mean, man. you know, <laughs> it's it's my... <laughs> this point, you know, what I, mean? uh, I have the Patreon page. Um you know, we have some advertisers that we're talking to and for me and Mike, because, uh, you know, Mike lost his job a few months ago as editor in chief of High Times. And I lost. My uh, and, you know, we just we need to move on and, and we need to uh, look to the future and, you know, continue to provide people with information about growing. You know, we get more like the beginner crowd. Uh, people who are just interested in getting started and, and you know, I just want to bring them along. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more people growing their own, like I mentioned to you guys last time, and, you know, because of just being stuck at home and maybe not having as, as easy access to uh, flowers and, and concentrates and things. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I want to do the show, um, you know, looking into all kinds of different opportunities uh, to promote that and to... Um, you know, see what else is in, in my future, you know. Be uh, broadcast on the Adam Dunn Network? I hope so. I mean, any network that will take us, you know what I mean? But certainly would love to reach, uh, you know, uh, your existing people and listeners. And, you know, we've always had a, a great rapport between our shows and everything. And I've known Adam 
Raven worked was still at uh, Hats going over to Amsterdam to bring hemp and for TH seeds and, and all that. So, you know, you're one of the first people I, I've really even met, you know, over there or in the industry and uh, always been straight with me, you know, always told the truth, uh, even in the face of, you know, that not always necessarily thing. And uh, and I appreciate you and, and Dave and all you guys uh, for what you do. It's just, uh, it's not often you just get to tell people, you know, that, that you what they've done and, and this and for our industry, it, it's, it's more meaningful really know, you know. Real question is, I can hear you. Dave's back. Well, yeah, but the the, the it might they might not be able to hear you. Just Dave on the inner. Yeah, pod. that's what's happening over here. I'm having, but yeah, okay, go on. All right, am I back? Yes, you're back, and you don't. I'm have, back. You don't have to scream into the mic. When you're back, you're back. But after, if you like, stay quiet for like a minute. It seems like you go away or something like that. I don't know what's no. going on there. So we we, we figured this Dave out. Thank you. Oh, thanks to it's Adam's fault for insulting Bill Gates. You know, so, if you say his name three guys, more times, he's going to appear. You guys, the truth is that Bill Gates is not trying to kill people. All right, like let's not get crazy. It's right now, man. He's the one that actually got me thinking a long time ago about all. Right, and and the thing about the thing about overpopulation is it's not about killing existing people. It's about encouraging people not to have as many children for the future it's not overpopulation overpopulation isn't solved by uh by actually killing people that's not how it's done it's it's actually by planning for the future and yes china did have the one child policy and uh you know it, it they were very strict about that and that's not where bill gates is trying to go i think he's just trying to encourage people to uh think more wisely about adding to the population and i don't think there's a problem with that personally you know and i think if he's looking for a vaccine that's a good thing we need a vaccine we need a vaccine okay people are dying left and right around me so if there's a vaccine that can save them that's not a bad thing that's a good thing you know the government is not the government and bill gates and come dr Fauci. these people aren't trying to kill us this is a paranoid fantasy of people who have bought into all this conspiracy bullshit and the truth is it's bullshit. Nothing, none of that is true. Nobody's trying to depopulate the earth. Nobody's trying to create a vaccine that's going to make kids autistic or any of that. That's paranoid fantasies. And, uh, and that's the truth. You know? Now, I'm not saying the government doesn't make mistakes and, and has our best interest at heart. I'm just saying that they're not doing the things that people are purporting upon the internet but we're here to talk about cannabis so let's <laughs> the government's done some <laughs> fucked up shit in the past though you can't argue with that it's true it's true and but uh, but those are all well documented things that have been studied and figured out and it's usually uh you know it's usually depending on the time period that you're talking about you know it's usually either a misguided kind of mistake or uh, a small group in government that tries to do something 
to make a big change. So, you know, there's no boogeyman here except this virus, really. And, you know, Trump, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we need to focus on, on, on the reality of what's really going on and not distract ourselves by worrying about what Bill Gates is doing. I mean, Bill Gates is, is you know... He needs customers. He's not trying to eliminate people. That Charlotte mm. people learning. Uh, yeah, fuck, man. I can hear you, Dave. Uh, but you're right. If people can hear me, what Dave was saying is that Charlotte changed the planet, and it's the absolute truth because some people needed to see. A, a, a little girl suffering before they would actually consider that this is a real thing. And uh, the Sanjay Gupta thing uh, was very monumental when that happened as well, because that really got to the heart who were this were just, you know, CNN people that, that actually, you know, listened to the, the news and, like, and all that. And so for them to come around to understand works and to see how it works on kids with epilepsy was uh, absolutely monumental and did, like Dave said, change the world. Uh, and more than that, you know, she was suffering and cannabis helped her in a way to not suffer as much. And I think once people saw that, you know, critic of uh, I could see that that was something very special and important and uh, undeniably helped and worked for her. And the Charlotte's Web thing and the Stanley Brothers and all the things that followed, you know, and I know you guys may have already talked about that. I, I was <laughs> I was having a dinner and a Seder and an Easter, everything remote. It, it is important to, uh, you know, revelation. CBD. Put a face to it. Long before it. And, and she really, her and her family really did a tremendous amount to change people's minds. Lives. Hey, let's go. Let's Adam, you're muted. We too. can't hear you at all. Chaz Moore, he was a young guy in Colorado who had to smoke weed or he'd start like he actually paved a really good. So I want to give a shout out to him. His dad's cool. Uh, but yeah, Charlotte, like that really changed a lot of people's lives, including mine. A hundred percent. Oddly enough. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, she actually saved my life. It was weird. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but. Yeah, that thing. That, when that whole thing went down, that was weird. I wanted, I wanted to meet her, and I'm kind of upset. I mean, I, I'm bummed. I guess I wanted to tell her the actual story. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, ultimately, her legacy is that she she changed lives, changed our industry, and saved people's lives and numerous lives in the future that uh, you know she won't. They they won't, aren't even born yet, uh, and and they will be saved. They, by her plight. Importantly, you know, even to that, she was a human being who suffered in this world. We we drove high. To 
I'm just, I'm, it was one of the last things that I got to participate in and be a part of uh, over there because uh, I, I do think it was important to. Hey, Danny, hold that mic up a little closer to you there. Yeah. Okay. It seems yeah. when you do that, it like doesn't cut out as much. Dragon. Uh, I yeah. might be that sound. Um, um, here, I can do something yeah. real quick. We can we can give something a try real quick, and I can try and call back into the thing real quick. I'm gonna give that a call because uh, otherwise this is like almost a worthless show right now. So um, hold on, real quick. Let me do something here. I got it here. Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that real quick. Okay, I think that may be better. Hello? Hey, can you guys hear me? I can hear you good. Adam is still, you're good. Adam? I don't, yeah, you're muted for some reason. You're completely gone. Sure. So it must be something on your end. And then, let's see. It's the Dave Show. Da, 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 da. And then I'm going to get. David Danko Show? I'm going to get two back on here, too. Dave Two and Danko show. Did you guys uh, get to talk about the genetics, uh, the Ringo's gift, and the all the sort of stuff that went into making the Charlottesville? Yo. Oh, there he is. Okay, cool. Two's on now too. Two's. It seems when yeah. the it seems when the phone the phone comes into it, that's when we start having trouble with the crosstalk between the internet people. Why are you hearing weird shit? Yeah. Okay, I think it's my exhaust fans. They just came on. Let me uh Hi Tubby, try dial Um Mark, give me a hand. I don't actually have Skype on my phone. Oh that's good problem. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you guys on mute and if that sound is still there then I know what it is. Hold on. Okay. All right. Talk. I don't know. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're good. Can you hear I hear Danny go. Danny's kind of cutting in and out on me. <sighs> yeah, I know there's Kick no video. I'm trying to fix things first. Kick two. And then we'll see if... Can you hear that sound again? Back. It's not so much the sound, too. It's that with the dial-in and the rest of us... It, uh, it's causing audio problems. on the computer also you know because you're on skype i see you. yeah on my phone oh, okay i'm gonna yeah it's just not working right now man i don't know if we should even forge on Is that oh yeah and we can't, i can't even hear adam right now so like i don't know i can't hear it yeah. how about now oh yeah. there you go there you go what the fuck was that 
I can do that just through the other thing. My for some reason my eye rig is just shit the bed right in front of my face. So okay, I don't know. Well, there you go. Okay, cool. Okay, now I got to fix everything. Now advance, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus! It's all right. Listen, what are we gonna do? We're, we're trying to make do with uh, with with I'd, how to I'd rather, coexist. I'd rather die Corona in the studio together. All right. No, what the fuck Jesus up, Christ. dude? Yeah, I know. One day, time One will day. be in the studio. I'll go meet Adam or something. Fuck. All right. Shut the fuck. Wait, no. You guys, we're not going until the three of us can get on again. It's been said. It's been voted on. It's in stone. Danko, you approve that, right? Good. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh... Arc green on, uh... How's, how's yeah, the book going these days? Hold on. How's the book on YouTube? Oh, no, the book? Good. The book is good. I mean, you know... I, the Amazon sales are down a little bit, obviously, just because I think you know no, people are spending less money, but you know it's still steady because I think people want to grow their own, uh, and you know I do think that there's a kind of back to the land movement that's going to come out of all this uh, for sure. Yeah, maybe maybe it's time to do a non-cannabis book too, you know, because I think now we're all so good. We're getting so good at growing cannabis, but a lot of us have never, like when somebody asks me about another plant, I have to, fit, I always have to look it up. There's no, there's no like instant answer for me. I'm always like, huh, let me check into that. Can you do that? I don't know. Uh, right now I'm sitting in a converted grow room, which is going to, which is all food now. Uh, you know, it's like the, pretty much I took all my grow rooms that were not being used and started growing uh, lettuce and basil and uh, borage and different kinds of a whole bunch of things that some of them go outside, but some of them are just going to continue growing indoors. So might be a whole new, might be a whole new avenue, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think greens are a great thing to be doing uh, in, you know, because you get them real fast. Just only takes a week or so um, yep. before they're edible and viable uh, lettuce, all those things. Uh, that are short season crops and you know and then the longer season stuff goes outside for you know summer uh but even now you we, you can be harvesting indoors tons of microgreens that are very healthy and uh very easy mm -hmm. to grow in, in trays with very little soil and all you yeah and some water yeah. and they're they're better for you the microgreens are more nutrient dense right absolutely it's like thought about like green sprouts and what that might be like uh on a commercial scale like you know hemp sprouts because <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're a little bitter they're not they're not quite as tasty as like broccoli sprouts and a few other ones but they're you know they have a sort of uh very like you can't let them get too big or else they get real bitter real fast that's what i've noticed i've eaten a lot <laughs> over the years Right, right. <laughs> well, also people love to be juicing with the leaves, uh, and that's an for too. Everything else, There's, you know, dense a sprout. It's really sprouts are awesome. 
But yeah. Uh, and I can even sign it for people um, if they put it in the comments, like the e, e in their order. Yeah, we're, we're looking. We're looking. April twenty third. Uh, we have the Patreon. Any Danko page. It's a month. And I get that it's a really, again, you know, like, I a lot of favors for people in this industry and uh, them to help me back. I'm, and, yeah, for free. And I, and, and, and And what? It, and I'm gonna start doing it. More. It's funny how we all kind of. You can. Hear, you can hear I can. I'm not for hearing Danny second. on my end for some reason. I don't know what it is. I hear Danny. Yeah. I hear Adam. You and I hear him. you. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know. What <laughs> No, but Adam was, I think, right there, right? Like, uh, you were about to say know. something. No. Something saying it was so good, it was going to be. It was, it gonna was be, the thought. No, no. It was basically saying that we, we all were kind of like talking about, like, oh, imagine, you know, when the world goes down, we're going to be bartering with seeds and we, you know, and food. And now it's, it's like, I mean, when I, when I left my house to come to the farm, I like, you know, seeds into a bot into my duffel bag thing i was just like this is literally like fucking and once you once once i take these out of the fridge it's real you know what i mean like there's like no, that, that's when everything became real because i'd already moved a bunch of other shit down here but i left the seeds until like the last thing you know what i mean and i was just like all right now i'm really committing to fucking like you know maybe never coming back to this house again who knows because who, who the fuck knows i'm bugging yeah. out at that point like it's because yeah. i'm not gonna go to get my seed so yeah it was kind of it was a weird weird moment i'd have to say yeah that's wild to say though had it not been for spanibus i don't think the three of us would have been as on top of what was really going on you know we were at for the appointment january we were all gonna go, and if, with, if you look back at it right now, at the way this thing broke, we probably would have had problems not only in Spain, but we'd have been on that mass of people flying back on like the. You know, goes oh by the way, I'm shutting down all the airports, and everybody instantly booked, you know, and standing there all together. There, there's something to be said for paying attention to all of this and sort of taking a breath and listening to what the universe is telling us. And if, if the, the, you know, the very from this is that more people grow their own food, that great thing that we from this. that's a 
would think, I mean, I'm I'm perfect example. I mean, I'm looking at a half acre that I'm hoping in a few months is going to be full of vegetables. You know, it's uh, so there's a change we're all going through right now. And if it means we spend four dollars and 20 cents to to hear you on your podcast, you know, I'll uh, I'll, I'll down four dollars and 20 cents. So Jessica wants to. So Jessica says she's laughing at all of our food talk. So we've been to. Uh... Tell us a, oh, she'll tell us exactly what we are. You want me, <laughs> yeah. you want me to call her? Yeah, bring her in. Add to this awesome smorgasbord of audio. Exactly. Oh, Let's see if that's great. Gonna fuck up, right? Well, we'll see. Uh, right, we're calling. I'll tell her. We're she calling. Gonna be or she, yeah, of course, right? She's not going to be on the internet. <laughs> What's up, dude? Here we go. Yeah, copper. Copper. What's up, buddy? What's up, What are you going to find? Where's the ball? Two, I'm hoping that's a dog with you. You got peanut butter in there? God, jeez. I'm bored because I'm just sitting here staring. Cheesecake. I have to turn you off on the thingy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You got to turn your radio off. I'm working. Oh. He's been able to turn off men naturally, but this is going to require a low level of technique. You, you, you call lady? me for Jessica? Statements. You know this. Okay. Yeah, I don't hear anyone now. It's complete silence right now. Hello? Yeah. Me, Jessica? Complete silence now. I Like, allegedly. Hello? I hear, I hear everybody. Okay, there's Adam now. Yo. I think okay. I'm on the call. I don't even know. Yes, You're Jessica. on the call. I, I, I dropped I off for a sec. I can hear you, Jessica. Okay, good. Everyone's trying to back palpable. Now. Yeah, I was. I was so awesome. <laughs> oh shit! No, I was laughing. I'm like, I'm over here. I literally had to t- t- take a break to come back in the house from building raised beds for my gardens. <laughs> so, Perfect timing. Yes. Yeah. So I. Uh, She's a beast out there. I am a beast. I, uh, I am a gardening <laughs> beast. Of of not, you know, mostly I've been, I've been growing most of of my own summertime food for about four or five years now. So um, this is my first time in this house. So it's going to be, uh, I've been, I've been fog busting is what they call that. What's fog busting? It means you take where the soil has not had a garden and you turn over like whatever the fuck was growing there and all of its roots and shit um. with a shovel. Yeah. I don't have a rototiller, but I've been fantasizing about one. You fantasize about rototillers? <laughs> I, am I the only one? I, I really don't believe no. the only one who no, listens to this show who, who makes these confessions. Um, like, <laughs> Rock. I think I Rock is the one that actually does that too. I Rock probably. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and this is the only time, and I hope he really cherishes this fucking moment because it's never going to happen again. The only time I'll ever say Irox equipment might be too big for what I want. 
Um, and it's only in context of his stupid tractors. So I really hope that he does cherish this moment because it's not, not ever going to fucking happen again. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, he's going to go like rototillers. Fuck that shit. I'm into gigantic 60 foot spanning tillers or something, you know? So of course. Yeah. I had too many big trees here for him to pull his tractor around here. You know, well, maybe you should shave. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh. You know that's that's I've heard that line before once maybe twice. <laughs> I'm waiting till after this quarantine is over. You know I don't really want to. The quarantine's going to be over. I don't know. Uh, it won't no, matter to no. me. I'll I'll uh, have tomatoes and peppers and pumpkins and shit. My 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 are already like eighteen inches tall. Wow. We know where we're going for French fries in a few months. <laughs> I know. Um, I just, you know, my concern is what if I can't leave here to go get the French fries in question? I need them. <laughs> French fry and localis. You know? <laughs> uh, can anybody hear Adam? This is the yeah, most I've laughed in a right few here. days, okay. guys, so thank you. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> That's what we tried to do, Nico. <laughs> I just like you to know. Let, Jessica, let, let, let Jessica run when she's on the show. She's like, there you go. It's perfect time for me to do tabs. I know I got some comedy coming I'm up. Here to help. I'm here to help. I mean, I did a few bong hits because I thought you were going to call me. Um, you know, I like to be prepared in advance. I'll probably do a few more. I've been baking some cookies because I could do that quietly, but I already got it fucking done. And I was like, are they calling me? What the fuck? So by the time the show's over, well, if nothing else goes well, by the time the show's over, I'll be eating fucking cookies. Um, I have for me over here in my quarantine. We, we, uh, I, I'm, we, a, I'm big on cookies. So we hit you up because two is like, oh, Jessica's got he stories, he, which, which we already knew. Does. We already knew. We always got stories. But, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we, we kind of themed this, uh, this show uh, partially based on the fact that Charlotte, you know, passed recently. And we wanted to sort of set the record straight on the on the Charlotte's Web because it's kind of it's become a real web. It's crazy how it it literally fits its name because it's it's gone from you know a literal theft of a plant to a sort of global sensation, which is the classic cannabis story, right? It's like boy meets girl sort of thing. Where it happens every time I, where grower meets guy. I've talked takes, a lot over the years about marketing, the term marketing, yeah. and I think like this is a scenario where marketing really like lives up to the uh, things that I've said about it over the years, which is like, it's never about the, you know, the product. It's never about the, uh, you know, you know, I mean, we can't even, I I don't even know what word to call it. Like a hype person. I mean, it's like, they're not the rapper. They're not the DJ. Maybe they're the hype man. I don't fucking know. Um, But most of the stories I was telling too kind of predate their ability to get their grasp on certain people and uh, take advantage of that, you know, is, is what I would say. I mean, I want to preface anything I'm going to say here by saying, you know, my respects to the Figgy family as the the situation that they've been through over, you know, 13 years is 
something I wouldn't wish on anybody. You know, it's something that has motivated me for a lot of my life to just to help those people have a better quality of life. I think that's something that motivates almost everyone we talk to, you know, the people that we remain friends with after all the egos are set aside. Um, you know, it's been a hard week. We're losing a lot of musicians that we care about. We're losing special needs children now that we care about. It's, it's not an easy time. So, I mean, yes, we have shit to talk, but it's not like that's all there is to talk about. Um, but um, that said, you know, I was just telling him that, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to separate the opportunisticness of certain brothers from everything that's happened, you know, and the bigger picture of the cannabis scene and legalization. And, you know, there aren't very many people who have the, the same history where I, I knew Josh probably, I don't know, maybe I, I want to say that I met him not that much after the turn of the century, if you will. Um, and my context that I knew him in is that he was a person that from me at Red Rocks out of my cooler. He wasn't really to me any much, I mean, he had more money, but he wasn't that different to me than any other concert goer. And at least when I first met him, you know, um, he was always pretty flashy. He always had some money, but I was always pretty happy to see him because he always had some money, you know, right. You know, whatever. He's just a, a head at a concert. He, Sometimes he has some eyeliner on. He's always offering me drugs that I don't party and do drugs and powder drugs. You know, and eventually after a a few years of knowing him, it just became pretty obvious to me that, well, this is how fucking money in his pocket. He's selling fucking powder drugs. Didn't care. Didn't bother me at all. That's not my fucking gig. It's not my, I'm not a fucking narc. I'm working in a parking lot. I'm not going to sit here and judge what they fucking do. Um, But, you know, it was something I was totally conscious of for probably seven, eight years that I knew him. And it was something that would always come up, you know, like, hey, do you you want this? Do you need this? And I would always be like, no. And it would just be like, you know, my my complete casual disinterest and and disregard for the question never stopped it from being a question over and over again. It never really made it, you know, I never really made it an issue of like, don't offer me. I just didn't care. And, you know, it was really shocking to me, I guess. I mean, a lot of what happened much later, I, it, it shocked me less because there were some things that happened in between. Um, nine, I had nine businesses that sold my, you know, my products um, that I had, like, you know, before there was even any kind of state licensing or even before I had municipal licensing in Idaho Springs, um, I had sold stuff to the Peace and Medicine Center, which Josh owned with whatever other of unfortunate people who got ripped off. And uh, he invited me to a meeting with him and Wanda James, who I already had known. Um, who else was there? Was Norton Avalis. It was the first time I ever met him. This was in 2000. This was like at the end of 2009, like December of 2009. Yeah. And uh, that Wanda was there. Uh, Norton was there. A couple other people who have since become completely ground up for the dust were there. Um, what was that guy's name who had kind love originally? Bruce something. Bruce. Um, yeah, yeah. Chandra Carlton was there. A few people who were really early players in the thing who were mostly had the same attorneys um, who are 
essentially good people at this time, but may have made some bad client changes, choices over the years. Anyway, but I digress. Um, not here to throw everyone under the bus all in one show. But... Yes, I, I got invited. So I ended up like showing delivery to the Peace and Medicine Center. And, you know, um, whoever was working there at the time tells me, oh, they're in a meeting. You should go into this meeting. So I go into this room, and the people I just mentioned are in a meeting with Chris Romer. And uh, he was the senator who did the first state legalization bill in 2010. So this is before 2010, and I'm just kind of like walking, and I'm standing at the back of the room, and everyone kind of turns around, and they're like, why is, you know, everyone's like suit and tied up. But like Chandra knew me, and one of the attorneys in the room definitely knew me, and, you know, Josh and a few other people in the room knew me, and Wanda definitely knew me, and uh, they kind of all just turned and were like, huh. And then they turned back because Chris Romer was at the front of the room talking. And so he didn't he did really seem to skip much of a beat about it. And I'm just, you know, there's about a dozen people in there. And I'm kind of just standing at the back of the room. And uh, he starts, to, Chris Romer starts to go into this whole diatribe about how, well, I'm so glad you guys brought me here. And if we can organize and get together and everybody wants to pony up some fucking cash, we're going to write this thing so that we'll be the last one standing. And basically, you know, we'll make it so that we control the whole fucking thing and we'll get all the you know, all the fucking goodies at the end of the game. And I'm standing there and I'm kind of like, what, 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 what the fuck are, you know, what the hell did I just stumble into by like just dumb luck? And so, um, I, I asked like, well, what, like, why, what's the, like, why, why do we want to do that? And of course I'm like, as soon as you're not invited to something, but you walk in and then you start asking questions, not super popular. So, um, so somehow this this ended within about three minutes of Chris Romer kind of backpedaling after my question asking about like this, and then I ask another question, and by the time I get to my third question, we're like three or four minutes into me, you know, I'm in the meeting for like fifteen twenty minutes at this point, but it's like I, there's a pause and I ask a couple of questions and it's like three minutes past. Josh has got one of my elbows, Norton's got my other elbow. I've never even met this guy, and he's fucking physically picking me up and dragging me out of the room. And they're like, you're, you know, basically you're ejected from this meeting. And I'm like, you know, that's bullshit. Like I've been around, I've known you, you know, like I'm looking at Josh. I'm like, I've known you for 10 fucking years. What the fuck is this about? Like, what is going on? And, um, you know, basically they're like, well, this is a, you know, we're going to work on some legislation. And so then I end up getting invited back to the table, like months down the road, a floor is being crafted. And I start to realize, like, you know, seeing some of the drafts of these bills, like, this is all about the fact that everyone in that room didn't really have a good, there were not, and there were no growers in that room. There was no one in there who had any fucking good genetics. There was no one in there. Everyone in there had real estate. Nobody had a grower. Nobody had a fucking genetic that was, you know, at the time we had the genetics we were talking about or not any of the fucking genetics we're talking about today, but nobody had, you know, the strawberry cough. Nobody had the orange or the sage or whatever the fucking, things that people wanted at that time, having them was a, it, it meant something at that time. And the genetics that people possessed in 2009 and 2010 was pretty much, all, you know, like it was what a lot of people who had, were coming from the black market background, which I kind of felt like I was one of the few people who was out in the open from that world who was kind of already known and had been just because I was 
crazy and stupid and was willing to stand out in the same place for 10 years and be like, hi, I'm openly doing this and I think it's going to be legal and I'm just fucking chilling here and I'll tell you what I think about it. And pretty much everything that I told people, you know, 15 years ago has come to pass. So it's, I, I, now I laugh about it, but you know, at the time people would be like, you're so fucking crazy. I can't believe you're not getting arrested. And I'd be like, well, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I stay sober while I'm here. So I see the cops coming. I move. I mean, this isn't that fucking hard. You just have to be lucid. Um, and, you know, whatever. So I feel like I'm just rambling. Oh, you're well, doing great. I mean, I mean, I mean the, 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 what, I, what I gather out of all that is you're just basically saying that character-wise, things don't change too much. I mean, people don't usually change from... Their stripes. So, well, I, 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 my, my real thing was later when came out, which, you know, there was so much going on at the time that Charlotte kind of, you know, burst into the fucking national dialogue of like, oh my goodness, there's this child and, you know, she's a beautiful fucking child and she needs this and, you know, these, these good-looking, dashing Christian brothers have come out of the woodwork to save the day. And, like, you know, that was when I fucking lost. There, there was a lot of shit between then and there. So I got kicked out of this fucking meeting. Shit progressed as it progressed. That wasn't like, you know, we, we can sit here and pretend that that was shocking. It was not. Um, I kind of expected some of the things that happened. There were a lot of people, but I kept, even though I kind of, like, within months of that, my business was no longer being carried by Josh's businesses. We were no longer working together, even though we'd known each other forever. And we were like, you know, some of the OGs, it, it was, that was the end of that. You know, he was mad that I came in and like talked some shit about like morals and stuff in his meeting where he was trying to fucking railroad everybody. And then him and Wanda did some scamo thing where they like stole $50,000 from the rest of the people who had been at that meeting and tried to blame this young guy that they had hired this 26-year-old lobbyist straight out of college, and I knew a little bit about that because I had still been involved up until that time, um, and so that kind of went, you know, a little bit ugly, and I was like, oh, here's what actually happened, and so both of those people didn't really want to be my friends and talk to me after that, which is fine, um, and... Basically, you know, I still was keeping an eye on him because I had so many clients all over the state of Colorado who would be like, do you, do you know this guy who owns this Keith and Medicine Center? Like, we tried to get it, you know, he came in here and he said he's going to invest in our business and he's going to do this with us. And we, like, signed this contract with him and now, like, stuff. I mean, there are so many things that, like, are in his history that are beyond the stuff that happened that happened before he ever even met, you know, Paige um, is, like, it's, it, to me, it's all part and parcel of, like, how did this person ever even get close to anyone who had children is the mystery to me. How was this person already not a person to use his lawyer to have um, a case federally dismissed because marijuana is federally illegal, therefore it cannot be case, state cases about it, cannot be charged in the federal circuit court. So, like, this involves him and this other guy who basically was equally a scumbag and committed a couple arsons, so it's not, like, really hard to feel too indifferent about that little fucking story but this history was like i was just hearing from all these people all over the state and it would be the same fucking like well you know we we met with him because he like has all these contacts and he this was before mig and mig was just getting started and i would hear from all these clients and they'd be like do you know this guy he's in the city and uh 
we met with him. He's trying to get a trade group together, and he has access to Matt Cook, and, you know, he's saying this, and he has this, and he has that, and he's promising us this if we give him some money. And, you know, so all these people were getting kind of hornswoggled into this whole thing, and they had, like, all these rules and regulations that they passed on everyone else, but they were flagrantly disregarding them. And I would just hear this stuff about him and this guy from Schwinn that were, like, ripping people off, and it was crazy talk. And so, like, everybody was like, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be, like, six more weeks, and this whole card, card game is going to be up, and these people are going to be done, and, like, it's going to just, you know, it, it can't go on, it can't go on. And this went on for, like, 18 months, where I just thought the other two is going to drop. How can this charlatan keep going on? And then all of a sudden, he's on TV with this beautiful family and this, like, Sanjay Gupta, and, like, he's, like, talking about Jesus, and I'm like, wait a second, this is the guy who has offered me fucking cocaine over the course of our fucking friendship and by the 10 fucking tour buses with him in like places all over the country not just in Colorado because as time went on of being friends with him and selling him stuff I wasn't just selling him stuff at Red Rocks I was selling him stuff at you know big music festivals all over the country and I would see him everywhere I went and he would have an RV and VIP access and all these things and he knew a lot of bands because and that's how I figured out like oh these bands all didn't really want to hang out with this guy because he wore eyeliner and shirt, shiny fucking shirts. Like, he's probably hooking them up with drugs. And he's like, you know, I mean, I will admit, like, him and his friends were always, like, affluent, very... I'm not one of those fucking people. We all know me. I am not one of those fucking people. I don't want to be one. Uh, so I would never, like, do stuff... ...in the same era traveled around in a world we had the same degree of notoriety and knew a lot of people in the music business in common. So this is someone I would see maybe twice a month. And so it's not like there were never, I mean, there were so many times where I would be standing 10 feet away from this person and just watching them do their work and I'd be doing my work. And, you know, there's a professional courtesy in those there are a lot of people yeah. I've known at that time I would never fucking say this shit about. This gentleman has thrown his professional courtesy of decades past out the fucking window when he brought Jesus to the table about a fucking special needs child. Because this person never fucking... This person invited me on 20 fucking tour buses, but he's never invited me to fucking church. And I fucking take umbrage <laughs> with the fact that, like... I know, I know, there's hundreds of people, hundreds, if not thousands of people around the country that just saw that and were like, motherfucker, I have sniffed powder drugs with a fucking, that fucking asshole off of like a $20 bill we stole from a stripper pile with that guy. Like, and he's just talking about Jesus to Sanjay Gupta. And I was like, I, the hypocrisy was the fucking thing that bothered me, was that he was going to sit there and try to remarket himself as this golden fucking boy who had all these fucking, like, great intentions, and at the same time he was actively hiring a lobbyist away from the oil and gas industry because he thought that they would have the most access to the most Republican fucking state legislators to write legislation that would punish home growers and patients. Like, this is the stuff that is just... It's unacceptable to me. And, you know, I... I, I don't know, I mean... It's what we got I, right now. You know, and it's it, 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 
we can make well, we'll make some changes to it. You know, we can smooth the edges a little bit. Um, I don't think you're alone in your thinking on, uh, you know, the way things were portrayed on CNN. Um, but I mean, I think that that was all all marketing. That's going back to the. It's all about him. Him wanting to. But if you know, that's the trade-off, let, let's, let's put the spin if, on this story. Well, right, but if the whole planet now knows he that right now. I will concede that. I will concede that. Yeah, you know. And I, um, and I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say like, okay, out of out of all of this, I mean, maybe because he went with that fucking bullshit religious sort of angle, that it kind of it pulled at heartstrings of people that we would never be able to do that with because they would say. Uh, look at those fucking hippies. They want to get all they want to do is get high. Doesn't even matter if there's a girl involved, a little girl involved. But when the minute you bring Jesus in, <laughs> like now you've like, oh, people are paying attention. Yeah. So he did with it indirectly, I, maybe do that. You know what I mean? But that's not a good, doesn't mean it, he's better. You know, Jessica, but what? it is what it is. You can't rewrite history. All I know is, is that I get calls from people on the other side of the planet or. On the you know, depending if your soma's on the call and maybe not on the other side of the planet, but you know, on wherever, however he sees it, but you know, from great distances, and they're telling stories of how CBD changed their life, and that. Well, and, and you know, I've worked with medical patients since 1992, so I know about the stories. You know, I mean, I have worked with people one on one. I've been taught to countless fucking funerals. I I know about the stories. I'm not disputing the stories. I'm not I'm just saying okay. A little bit for me, I have a hard time with the use of children to gain empathy. I get it, but I also find it super conflicting. I feel that families should have their privacy and I feel like a whole society human beings should have adults with fucking cancer. I feel like the use of children to promote cannabis, while it has had that effect, and I won't dispute that it has increased the profile of medical cannabis, seriously undermined medical access to cannabis legally. Um, and they have used fear-mongering of the mommy crowd to pass laws like a 12-plant count, which was reduced to a 6-plant count. And this is the kind of stuff where it's a slippery slope, and you... When you work with a, I mean, this is the problem. We work with a population that believes headlines. Most of media is clickbait. There's very little in-depth. There's no one wants, Adam is like the only journalism about this where we're talking about this. And I don't dispute the fantastic results. The methodology that they think those results without knowing how many years of hard work have been undermined for one great TV special, and we the the, the it's it's a trade-off where we're not discussing the ground that was lost, and we're not discussing how fingering was used to make it seem like you know I mean children are that are used on both sides of this thing. They're you know oh we can't have that cannabis because we're not going to be responsible for it. And then on the other side, we have some children who are benefiting, and they're used to great advantage. Medical cannabis 
And I, I just wish we lived gave a shit about adults. Adults have lost a lot of ground for this to become, um, you know, and I, I really, he's a bitch, but I'm not, I've worked with so many fucking children. I've earned, and I've worked with so make this just about you know everyone uh, there's something you're, can you hear me yeah you're gonna I don't yes know. I, I totally can hear you I, yeah. I can hear you not on my end though what's happening <laughs> sorry are uh, we having a technical glitch again we're just getting real it's yeah, okay. we're, we're having we're having many many technical glitches. <laughs> well, there's just something to be said about um, we're a society that we we put we love puppies, right? We love children. Oh, we we it, it tugs at our heartstrings now, and I agree with you. No <laughs> one should be using. No one should be using children in any type of explo- ex- way of exploitation or trying to sell a product. But the simple fact of the matter is that there was a little girl who needed medicine and love him or hate him. It just happened to be this one, these guys that got him, that got her that strain. And as we discussed earlier, that strain came from the work of people on this radio program right now, you know, with Soma and with two and with Adam. And, and so speaking of which, hold on. Okay, Dave, hold on. You created a segue right there. Because we do have one, we have actually one more guest. Okay. He's just chilling. I'm calling. (laughs) No, he's inside now. Nope. He was on mute. You were were mute. Um, But, uh, (laughs) we have, has a little more info to kind of add yeah yes i know it's true we're going to put more pressure on who who works with ringo hello stanley's hello hello hey how you guys doing good sorry the show but it was like we have a switch is always fun and uh with that so uh, you join us and kind of created a perfect is that were involved Uh, they were there by genetics, and uh, yeah, we just so, wanted to kind of. Get... Yeah. So, um, as far as I know, from working with Ringo, as the spring of 2011-ish era, they started contacting Ringo looking for genetics because they had already. Um, known about the work that Ringo was doing 
with the Lost Coast Botanicals group and through the through Pure Analyticals with uh, Samantha Miller for the last few years with the work that they were doing with CBD oils and treating uh, seizures and cancer patients already. So in 2012, the brothers came out to San Francisco to the second High Times Cup, June 2012, and from Ringo, which was the Harl Sioux line, the Hula Buddha, the, the um, uh, a few other, um, and then they also went to um, uh, Rachel with Bacon Humboldt, who had DC line that Ringo had given her and she had cuts. So they had purchased seed stock and then they purchased cuts from Rachel. And the funny thing was is when they were at the booth, Rachel had to explain to them what exactly they were getting because they weren't really sure. They knew what they wanted, but they really didn't know what they had and what they needed to do with it. Because at the time, um, testing wasn't really being available in any places other than in California. And the testing results they were getting were showing positive results. And the brothers weren't growers and they weren't in the cannabis industry. And I think at that point they started to realize they can monopolize both, um, you know, whole move towards, you know, the religion thing and the, the upper white collar being we can treat the kids high and it was a whole marketing brand that they developed and when I you know, there's a lot of people that input strain and what I was getting at is the brothers were going out and collecting genetics from a lot of different people. You know, they, they were picking up the canatonic they got from from Heine at resin um, they had confronted me at one point, and I'd already heard from Ringo not to deal with them. So there was a lot we were going to. But I really think that the ACDC is what changed the game for them because a plant had been smuggled in to Ringo. was the 22-to-1 strain that really changed the game for Ringo and, 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 the, um, and the Lost Coast Botanicals group. Because the Harl Sioux were really good. There was a 20, 22, 20, 22 to 21 um, ratios that they were working with that. But the ACDC was really the big game changer. I really believe they stockpiled all these different genetics and used them at will um, and just branded that name for Charlotte's Web. And so for one person to be like, yeah, I made that strain, I don't think is correct. And so. That's kind of where that's at. But, um, yeah, there was a big group of people involved in Northern California early on from 2008 all the way up until 2012 when the already doing patients with seizure and getting these oils out to people. And so I think the brothers, like I said, had already done a lot of research and they they knew they weren't going to make a big. They weren't going to make money in just selling wheat, and so when they started to figure out that they could do this and brand this, and with their background as kind of scam arty, you know, real estate guys, they had the the clientele, and they were able to scam the knowledge out and make it happen. And it was 
you know, that's what kind of really pissed off the Northern California crowd. And a lot of people weren't really paying attention to what was going on with Northern California at that time because a lot of people were really being quiet at that time. Treating children in 12 was something you just didn't talk about. And there were a lot of doctors that were involved. So brought into the States, Ringo took it down to San Diego to a doctor that, that and then sent the cuts back up to Northern California, where then they were dispersed to a couple different people like myself and Rachel that were mother holders for Ringo. Uh, Ringo didn't have a base for holding mother stock. He did runs each summer, returned, made his seed stock, and then, you know, dispersed it from there. And being an older guy like he was, he had people like my parts of the area that would hold mothers for him. And so we just kind of all watched this progress. And so when the brothers came along and started saying, you know, we're the ones that are doing this and, you know, Charlotte's Web's the key to it all, we kind of stood back and said, wow, you know, we've already all up and, and Ringo's been doing this and Lost Coast Botanicals have been helping kids for years. You know, it's kind of offensive that now you guys are going to come in to thousands of dollars for something that is realistic. And so the controversy came in, and the brothers, you know, got say anything to anybody. And I remember at one point on my Facebook page, uh, I was in a private group, and I mentioned something, and the next thing I know, both the brothers were messaging me, telling me that I... Um, um, about it, but then when the passing of, of Charlotte came just a few days or a few days in April of 2014, so it was realistically a double loss for some of us, because um, Ringo passed in April lost Charlotte in April of 2020, and it, it's really sad. It's a, a big month for all of us. Geared up, geared up. And then this year, canceled our entire for for you know fourth month. It, like doesn't even. We're all losing. We're you know yeah. there's so much. It's crazy how, yeah. how much loss there is in the industry in so many ways. One one thing I would like to point out is it all does kind of go back to one main person, which is Soma. Because a lot of Ringo's gear was based off of Soma's gear. Mechanotonic um, was involved from, yeah. from Jaime, but realistically, a, a majority of what Ringo was working off of was based on Soma's NYCD. Um, he also had his uh, Hula, uh, the Hula Buddha, which was Buddha's sister. And then yeah. there was an Oracle, which was a, a high CBD cut that CB, or it was a excuse me, Lucinda. So it was Oracle G13 HP. His Harosu, which was, um, the Tsunami was based off of the NYCD. Well, Tsunami, which was a carrier for a lot of Ringo's gear, was a, a NYCD crossed with into Ferrari. An amazing carrier for a lot of the people. 
is running. But like I said, the eight, once that came in from Belgium, that changed a, a big part of the game. Yeah, and that, yeah, it's it's it is also interesting too because when we had uh, New York City Diesel is part of the Canatonic also, so that all just back into itself. It's it's uh it's interesting. All that without realizing that he was doing it, which is that's the way things I think uh, are truly poetic in a sense. But like just those genetics, there was no. It was definitely not a, a profit-driven blurb, but it wasn't like. Really turned it in. I wouldn't angle that they could work. Jessica, who's on this show with us, you know, obviously pointed out through years of knowing knowing those guys or knowing Josh, and uh, you keep you keep cutting out Adam over here on my end. I'm cutting it out. Yeah, so yeah, it's just been large swaths of not hearing you. I don't know what's going on. Here. I hear you okay. Uh, yeah, everyone on the call can hear it, but on my end, for some reason, I can't hear you guys. And, and, right. the and, master. and now you're back to it. Yeah. Here at DJC, I can't hear you now. So. Okay. Uh, Mark's out the wow. master. We're all on the booth. Well, I put you on speaker for a few minutes so I could well, do some bong that? hits. As long as they heard, I, I mean, I, I think there was great, great input from Eric because uh, that really kind of shows the, you know, the, what happened after after Colorado. Because now, for instance, two who's on the on the call, you know, he was part of the original uh, story, and that's why a lot of people, you know, will if 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 the word Charlotte's Web gets mentioned, people will. You know, point out that it's the R four, but then again, you know, we know it's a sh it was a shitty uh, plant to grow because it didn't grow big, and so you know those guys are going to be looking at it as like, well, if we're going to grow and they're not growing, somebody else is growing. So I'm sure they heard, you know, a lot of a lot of grumbling from the growers, and you're going to always for a better plant. So I, no, I, I, it's interesting to see the transition. So to, to what yeah, Eric was. Sort of Go ahead, Jessica. Okay, so what I was going to say to what Eric was saying is pretty much the whole reason that Josh remained on my radar because, you know, I was selling seeds for Subcore, which is in no way relevant to this conversation, but it was a constant source of people who were clients of my edibles business also calling me and asking, you know, genetics-based questions, and I was always in that conversation. So I was hearing from a lot of people who were being headhunted, and I kind of feel like going back to what Eric was saying about them being so aggressive about his friend is that these guys had their thumb on the scale with the early testing labs, and they were very proactive about getting a bunch of businesses. They were trying to use testing to reverse R&D stuff, and it wasn't just about... You know, helping children was a sort of a 
niche that they were like, well, this is a great way to get, to helping children was a way to get on TV. It wasn't, it was the means to the end. Do you, you know what I mean? Like to, to those guys, the way that Josh operates, it wasn't that he wanted to develop this product to help this child. It was that he wanted to get this child beholden to him so that he would be able to get on TV and be the her, I mean, this is, goes back to the whole first meeting he had with Chris Romer about wanting to be the last one standing at the end of the game. You know, he's he's one of these very narcissistic people. That being either here nor there, from my experience, they were using these testing labs early in 2009, 2010, 2011 to kind of get intellectual property about the genetics that people had, about which products that people were making as infused products were effective so that they could make similar products. And this goes back to certain companies like Benjamin's, other companies that they had their finger on the scale about creating and introducing certain products and certain edibles lines that they owned that were basically making ripoffs of certain innovators who are so long gone, I can only remember that, like, oh, that fucking guy, I sat next to him at the first edibles meeting in 2010. And we talked for a minute after the meeting, and he went to California, and he got eaten up by the machine. And, you know, I mean, I'd known 200 people that I could just say like that, and I can't even remember all their names. But we knew for a fact, based on the people I was hearing from and because I knew them and I had known a lot of the early owners through the black market and through the, you know, illicit world of people. There were very few people in Colorado that were out and that were open. And I knew a lot of them because I would travel around the whole state and people would be like, you do that. You're out in the open. I'd be like, yeah, and I do. And I think it's, a, I think it's a good idea. And they were like, that's nuts. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to do it anyway. That being either, either, we knew early on in 2010 that those guys were actively using results from testing laboratories to actively try to create contracts to get genetics. So they were always all about just securing the rights, the naming, the branding, the Marlboro, the whatever you want to fucking call it. And Charlotte's Web? The Charlotte's Web. And it happened. I mean... You, for nothing else, you got to give them credit for tenacity for their, you know, like they're they're, they're definitely like a Monty Burns mindset. They're they're they got they're integrity. They got yes, whatever it is. I don't have TV, so I can I only can to, can infer from these these references. But uh, you know, I, I my references have to be about thirty years old from when I lost my TV. Well, you'd have really, you'd have, you'd have really dug this woman I met years ago. I mean, years ago, like 2002. She used to hang out down on Colfax and down by Five Points. She wore this cowboy hat, and she would sell these fucking amazing cheesecakes outside of Cervantes. Yeah, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> she, sounds probably, she sounds like a problematic woman. I would you know, I met her 18 years ago. I could tell she was going to be something in this industry, and she is. So uh, I am not but, now, and I'm now I'm fading delightfully into obscurity on my little farm, and just happy to fucking. I'm like, ah, just me and my yeah. rutabagas out here. Bill, take credit where credit is due. You were there. I remember seeing you at all the city council meetings, all all the all the the meetings that that allowed people to make good decisions or to be make try to make good decisions. And uh, so, uh, no, listen, I thank you for being there at the beginning to to give us the rules and regs that we have right now. Um, listen, I tried it, to put some bones in. It, it <laughs> is what it is, and you know whether you love him or hate him. Um, or believe he used religion or 
children or whatever it is. To get to people. We we have we we have a, a really well established industry right now where look at all of us sitting in quarantine and cannabis is considered an essential uh, you know, fifteen years ago they were arresting us for it and now that you know you could actually tell a police officer where you're going i'm going to get cannabis so there is there are positives that have come from all of this you're, you're so, poking my purist you, we jessica's a purist that's that's there's never going to be a conversation that doesn't end with me being like i'm a purist i had a vision we're not where i wanted to be to the point where i don't even want to be a part of the industry and I consider, like, I make a great, I, I literally got a text message today from a keyboard player in an unnamed city who was, like, not in Colorado, not in a legal state, and was like, hey, where are you now? I, you know, I would go anywhere in the fucking world to find a, a cheesecake right now in quarantine, you know? So it's not like I don't think I have a good product to offer the world. I just don't want to offer it under these fucking terms, you know? And I know that that sounds, like, weird, but, like, at a certain point, we've lost so many of the innovators and product OGs, I, I was the last, one of the last people to drop out, you know, I mean, the, the people who are on the show right now who are all OGs, how many licenses Sounds do like we hold? Sounds like a Danny Danko segue right there. How <laughs> many licenses do we hold? Though? But that's a, but that's a valid fact. You know, we hold intellectual property, but we don't hold licenses to participate in the industry. But it also says that it takes a much different skill set to manage a license through the entire process, understanding tax code and human resources, how to run a business, put a plan together, raise funds. It is a lot different than, you know, understanding how to grow cannabis and having people you know how to distribute for you. There's a there's a lot to be right. said. And listen, I'm I'm I am sad that the people that I remember for many, many years ago, those faces have changed a little bit. Um, but I wouldn't trade going back in time to what it was like when we were all criminals and there was, it was prohibition. At least now we have a direction and we're moving towards federal legalization and global legalization. I, I take umbrage with the throwing out of the OGs to make room for the newbies. And that's the part well, I think there should be room for all people and there should be respect for history. And that's the part of the industry that really turns me off. Well, but there and is right? because the CBD strains that are being grown today come from the OGs. The industry itself come from the OGs. It might not be exactly the way it is. But look, Adam's been around. I, I, I met him 20 years ago, you know, 30 no, years I mean, ago. So it, this is a. They're, they're, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> in Amsterdam. So there was, there's, there are people still around. There, it's just, you know, the faces have changed a little bit. And, and uh, uh, you know. <laughs> it, I, it, I, I no, think, I, I think it's valid, but I, I also think like for someone like me who's worked with medical patients for the same 30 years that you two have known each other, probably 75% of the people I've known and worked with, I've put in the grave. And so it's hard for me to sit here and be like, well, the faces have changed and just like, it's cool. And it is cool, but I want the history to be accurate because so many people put up so much and lost their lives. Yeah. And for me, I wanted there to be room for the OGs to be able, I mean, I have a, I, 
I worked in the Chicago Board of Trade. I know about business. I'm not unable. I'm, I held my business together. I was the last sole proprietor in, in edibles standing when I sold my licensing. And it wasn't because I couldn't carry on. It was because I didn't think I would do well mentally and emotionally if I chose to carry on because I was so disillusioned by the corruption within the industry. And that's, that's just being honest, that for somebody who really cared, who, like you, like you guys, someone said earlier, I went to every fucking city council meeting because I fucking care so much. If you, it, The reason I care so much about the hypocrisy is because I care so much about the accuracy of the history for people who, so many people who have lost their lives and are gone. And I'm not just talking about, like, you know, bigger people who might have their names remembered, like Ken Gorman, but their story isn't going to be told in a way that, really explains that you couldn't have a Josh Stanley if you didn't have a Ken Gorman. And, True. you know, um, those people, those are the people that matter to me. I have, my phone has like, I don't know, 1,500 fucking contacts in it, but like over 700 of them are people or the, like the spouse of somebody who's died or like, you know, like a family member of somebody who's died who I've worked with. And like, that's a lot to carry separate um, you know, that's why we're talking about Charlotte, because so many people have died and the people, the caregivers, the, the frontline people carry that weight. But you hear the names of the famous people. You hear John Prine died, but you know, I'm a small time musician and Crested Butte just died and he touched a lot of people, but he wasn't famous, you know, and it's, 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 it's that. It's that we, we value fame. We value and we don't value history and it matters to me that the history be accurate that that the work that two did that the work that eric did that the work that his friend did be accurately remembered and that there remain room for ogs to tell their story so that it's not just told by the new faces who there are 30 years old there are 30 who anyone on this show is telling their history I validate the money that they've made. I validate the contacts that they've made. I validate the lobbyists that they know. Validate it with the same weight that I validate my friendship with Ken Gorman. Uh, Listen, we have we have plenty of comments. Shit, man. Oh, I love you. Yeah, I love you. I, you know, I mean, I, I, I. I respect you as an OG and I love everyone on this show for that. But it's, it's about, you know, keeping our history somewhat pure and not just validating the people who made the most money, you know? Right. Well, I think, uh, I mean, one, one thing that's come out of this discussion is, and and I think I'm glad that Eric kind of reinforced it too, is that, you know, the, the people that put the most into this, uh as far as the base genetics you know is a 60 is a 69 or is a 70 year old rastafari where rastafari i live in in amsterdam who, uh, <laughs> just likes to grow good food. and that's and that and, and that's literally come out in the in the in the medicine you know what i mean and that's that's super dope because uh it, you know and this and then it takes something like the stanleys who are marketeers and and true charlatans, which is a crazy concept when it's called Charlotte's Web, and then the two and then the people. <laughs> I didn't even think of that for a second. That's funny. That's a bird. Good one there, Adam. Way to you, way you know, to get that one in. Well, and, and just the idea that they you know uh, 
you, you use a situation like that to to market things and make money. And the the saddest part, and the, besides the death of obviously of Charlotte, is the is the fact that us as growers don't know really whose genetics ended up being used in and working the way that we you know because a lot of we know that all the genetics involved work individually, but all that knowledge in between, I'm sure the growers themselves don't know because I doubt those people let them communicate, you know, openly because I'm sure there's a lot, you know, as we know, is when there's lots of different growers involved, the information tends to not transfer very well, you know? So I feel like that's another death in itself, you know, the, the death of all the, of the information there that we, I, we, I think genetic testing genetics. will eventually reveal that information. I think we will, we may learn more. I mean, the more, t- I mean, think about how much we know today versus what we knew 10 years ago versus what we knew 20 years ago versus, I mean, I remember when I first made edibles, we thought of it as phytonutrients. We didn't even know what a terpene was, hadn't been discovered, but we helped thousands of people before we discovered that. So think about the progress we will make while testing continues to become way more intensive, way more informative, way more specific and dialed in. I mean, I, I remain hopeful, and I will say this, like, you know, the positive spin I'll put on what we said. I, yeah, I, I take umbrage with the, it's, you know, it's, it's like the same concept of theft of valor. You know, we were soldiers. We fought on the front lines in the war on drugs. I don't want fuckers to come and take the valor from the fucking real soldiers, right? You know, it's like the same thing as when a guy puts on a cap and says he was a Marine, and those motherfucking Marines will beat the fuck out of that dude, right? And we work with vets, so we know this. Um <laughs> to me, the, the Stanley brothers are the stolen valor of the cannabis industry. And so, like, that's it. But at the same time, the people who did the real work, the work lives on. The reason we did the real work was to help people. People continue to be helped. That is fuck, no matter what. Well, that's a hell of a segue into the fact that we are just a few minutes away at 8 o'clock here in Colorado, and I think across the globe, everyone goes out and gives a howl to thank the first responders for keeping everyone safe. So if uh, if you have it on your calendar, or if I'm reminding you right now, as I look at Mark right now, who's the, the, the color is slowly draining from his face. But you're so lucky when, you get when, to be together. No, we're not <laughs> together. Oh, you just have enough Wi-Fi to see someone. I can only make a phone call. No, we don't have enough Wi-Fi. That's why it's falling. We have a a shitty connection. Mark's losing his shit. I think think Mark's giving us the rapid. No, no, you're good. We can go all night. (laughs) Go all night long. That's sarcasm. I know. I recognize sarcasm. I recognize that. I'm just telling you I do. Yep. I know when a man says he can go all night, he maybe has eight minutes left in him. <laughs> Mark needs a nap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Or some Kung Pao chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My cookies are done. It don't matter either way. <laughs> I, got, I got a cookie, dog food. Eat me. <laughs> yeah. So I want to uh, thank well, everybody for joining us. I think we'll wrap it up you know, for sure because we uh, we have all got uh, things to do in our homes, I guess. I guess. Can't go anywhere. But uh, thank Tu and, and Wu, of course, is not with us right now. But thank Tu and Wu for uh, starting this whole adventure. And I thank uh, Jessica no for joining us. And thanks. 
Thank uh, Danny Danko, of course. Is he still there or is he lost? Because I, I know his phone was dying. But Soma. Whoa, he's still there. I'm here. It's... No, I was going to end with Soma because he's obviously the. Uh, give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, right, thanks, go. Danny, go. of course, for for joining us. We need to do a a, a full show, Danny, because obviously, you know, you got nothing but time on your hands these days. So yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll definitely do that Ooh. for sure. Uh, I want to thank Eric, of course, for joining us uh, and clarifying a little bit of that. Okay. that and that was actually. I think the most eye-opening because the segue between you yeah, and awesome. Jessica made it all made it all clear for me. I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. That that makes sense. Um, and of course, I want to thank Soma for bringing the gene- genetics to the world. Uh, it's life a little more bearable. Also helping out Ringo to help other kids and out there. Just you know, I think that's the thing that's great about growing weed is that. Uh, before this whole medical thing happened and before CBD was recognized, we all knew that we were helping people out every time they would come to you for, for some cannabis, especially if you, you know, like took care of some, somebody who was, uh, didn't have enough cash or elderly or something like that. Just hand them the free weed and see the smile on their face, uh, changes everything. And I think cannabis in general is, uh, the true medicine. And I think everybody needs to recognize that. And hopefully in the, with all the bullshit that's going on now, uh, it's going to make people recognize plant medicine more than ever. And cannabis is just one piece of that plant medicine. There's a lot more out there. So you guys look into all that because I think that's what people need to be growing at their homes. They need to be growing their own food. They need to be growing their own medicine. And uh, we all, because that's the only way this work. Word. Thanks. Word. Peace out, guys. Later, everybody. All right. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye, Peace, Thanks. everybody. Peace. Free weed. Morning records nice. being played on right, every radio out. station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special request. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja.